From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That's amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yo. Yo. Uh, Doritos out here causing problems for people in the streets. What happened? You guys all see this? <laughs> in the streets. Deepa, Shem? No. You guys see all this? No. What the hell happened? On the street? No. What's going, what's going on in the streets so, of Doritos? Uh, due to inflation. Due to inflation. Yeah. Doritos bags will now have five fewer chips. How do they count that? Because I didn't think that there was a specific amount in a bag of Doritos. Thank you. It's by weight, is it not? Thank I guess they, they cut the weight. The That weight equals five chips, I right. imagine. Right? So right now, a bag, or previous to the change, yeah. a bag would weigh... 9.75 ounces. Yeah. Hey, who licks a Dorito before they eat it? That's nasty, bro. I don't know. What Never. No. No. Okay. What? I, yeah. Okay, I'm no. just saying. No. Okay. Do you? No, no, no. I don't. But I've seen people that do that. Hold on. Time out. Where you they, like a phone. Wait. You what? like your phone to clean it. Yeah. We're talking Doritos here. No need to bring up my other history. <laughs> no, but I'm saying you. <laughs> <laughs> who the hell wanted to talk about me licking my phone? You brought up licking a Dorito. And nobody. Uh, nobody did. Nobody. Not one single person no, made saying, that connection except for you. No, but I'm saying you made it seem like it was nasty. <laughs> No. Dude have you been sitting, you've been sitting there all morning waiting for me to say something so you can say something hurtful. Listen, bro, man. <laughs> Says the guy who brings up my divorce every three seconds. Right? Oh, 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 the battle's yeah. on now. Yeah, I know. Yo, oh. forget Doritos. I know. <laughs> it's Roz versus Chef right now. Broken marriage like the broken bits of Dorito in the bottom of a bag. Yeah, that's why Shem only eats half. Oh my god! <laughs> Shem, you're thinking his life right now. I got a song for you, buddy, coming up. <laughs> okay, so what happened? So anyway, so they're calling this, and you're gonna love this. I know Maury loves this yeah. more than anyone. Okay. They're calling this shrinkflation. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> um, a number of brands are, uh, have been. Doing the shrinkflation thing. It's when yeah. a food product costs the same, but the packaging looks the less. same. The pack and the packaging looks the same, yeah. but you just get less of it. Right. right? Other right. companies are doing this. So damn it, Maury's hanging out in the grocery store <laughs> oh, in the chip no. aisle and finding people <laughs> to talk to about okay. shrinkflation and right. to get their thoughts on the fact that Doritos is now selling bags of chips with five less chips in them. You're standing in the aisle alone in a grocery store asking to talk to strangers about shrinkage? <laughs> Brother. Come on now. <laughs> Roz, it doesn't look like I ate enough to save the company that much money. Whatever you say, I am still your best spud. Hey, chip, chip, hooray. This is a real appealing story. What's your name? Vaughn Klinzik. Vaughn, they are calling this shrinkflation. You heard the story. What are your thoughts? Five less chips per bag of Doritos. I agree with the concept. To cut costs, oh. improve profits, I'm all for it. But as the chip lover, I want my five chips. Uh, I agree, but we also have a weight problem here in Canada. I, why are you looking at me like that? Oh. Um, you're actually not bad. 
My wife is a huge Doritos <laughs> fan, and uh, as I walk up back now to talk to her, I'm going to inform her of this. And oh, no. She might be brokenhearted. She might get a little salty. Uh, See, because it's chip, salt. Chip, I got it, I got it. Once you've heard the news, how upset wow. are you that you're going to get five less Doritos chips per bag? No, I don't really care. It's just chips. Oh. <laughs> really, I don't care. Five less chips. What are your thoughts? My thoughts are this. Reduce the size of the bag. The bag's full of air. That's where I leave it. Greener society. Recycle the bag. Even when you're done eating, use the bag to pick up your dog poo. Or oh, wow. use it as a flag. That's what I say. But put the... More chips in the bag. Look, I never get pissed off. The only time I get pissed off is when somebody's burping while I'm eating my chips. Yeah, oh. At the end of the day, if it's going to help the world, somebody, five less chips, maybe it's good for my waistline because God knows I need to do more sit-ups. Liam, I uh, caught you buying some Doritos, so when it comes to you buying chips, I am just a spectator. That's fantastic. Okay, question for you. What are your thoughts on getting five less chips per bag? Got to boycott the brand immediately. Oh. oh. Completely unacceptable. We're, uh, we're going to Pringles. Okay, you heard the story. Five less chips per bag of Doritos. You look outraged. What is your thoughts? I don't eat Doritos much, uh, but I feel like that's going to be quite unfair to people who eat Doritos to get less chips because of more money. Um, I feel like it's not the best because I'm sure the packaging is going to look the same and everything. You're not going to know that you're getting five less chips. So, What do you think this will do to society? Uh, people might uh, start counting their chips, interestingly, or people might just stop buying Doritos and try to make it at home because now people have a lot of time on their hands and find that they can make stuff. So, This is a very appealing story. You heard about this. What are your thoughts? Five less chips per bag. Well, I think if you look at a chip bag, you're already getting about maybe 60% air in every chip bag. If you're taking away five chips, I'm going to say you're probably left with maybe 20 chips. You're eating, what, a chip every five seconds? You got about two minutes of chips. Wow, math. Not enough. Straight up. Five less chips could cause arguments and fights between roommates Mm -hmm. and house parties. I agree. I agree. I think uh, ultimately it's a chip crisis. (laughs) Chip crisis. Shem, you probably wouldn't even know that there's five less chips because you don't get to eat a whole bag because half of it goes oh, to your ex, wow. right? There it is. Oh, there it is. oh my <laughs> God, Ross! <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I got to play this for you guys. Uh, this lady went on TikTok to tell the story of a Tinder date that she went yeah. on, uh, and it went horribly wrong after the guy that she agreed to meet in the middle of the day showed up in something you wouldn't expect to see someone wearing when meeting for the very first time okay okay yeah i'll let her tell the first part i decided to start dating and so i got on tinder and i match with the guy and he says i want to see you today and we'll just meet for coffee i'm like okay cool and mind you i was a teacher at the time so i'm wearing professional clothing and as i'm driving to this coffee place he texts me and he goes i think you'll like my jammies and i go i text back excuse me ha 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 because i think he's joking So I'm there at the coffee shop, and he is wearing pajamas. He's wearing SpongeBob SquarePants flannel pants and giant wolf slippers. And I give him a hug because that's polite. So I hug him, and we sit down. So she agrees to meet this guy, right? And for coffee. During the day. During the day. work day. Yeah, and she's dressed professionally because she's a teacher. Right. Sends her this text saying, hey, I think you're going to like my jammies. And she's just like, oh, ha ha. 
whatevs, mm-hmm. totally joking, mm-hmm. and he's legit wearing jammies. By the way, uh, you could text us if you've ever shown up to a date, like first date especially, and mm-hmm. the person was not wearing what you would, you know, perceive to be appropriate for a first date. I, I always assume, okay, go ahead. No, sorry. no, no, go ahead. You, I want you to, because there's, there's a little bit more to okay, this. Okay, play, 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 okay, I need, to, gets, I need to know, I need to know what happens. It gets a little bit more awkward, okay? okay. Yeah. And I see three of my current students walk in. Oh, sit, God. And the whole time I'm thinking, they know I'm on a date with a guy wearing giant wolf paw slippers. <laughs> And he tells me a lot about um, Thor and Loki and how he's reshaping that to be better than the Marvel series and his series. And then at the end of the day, I say politely, it was really nice to meet you, but um, I, I don't think I'm interested. And um, he tells me, bitch, I wouldn't have driven all this way and worn my best wolf slippers if I had known that it was going to end like this. Oh, wow. <laughs> Real quick, somebody just texted and said, I went on a date once and the guy dressed up as Spider Man. What? Like with the mask? I don't know. Feel free to follow up with a mask or without. <laughs> we got to get her on. Uh, not that that matters. Not that that matters if I'm it was say, with a mask. If you're going to dress up as Spider Man, you got to do the full outfit. With I'm going to say with a mask. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I agree. Uh, I always wonder, though, if these people are just trolls, you know, and I'm not saying she's making it up. What I mean is that these guys, I think that guys just go on Tinder dates and they trip people up and they deliberately do this stuff for whatever reasons, for a prank or for it to go viral or because sure. they're bored or because whatever, you know, whatever it is. Right. Yeah. Like who does that? Apparently, this guy who thinks that he could go and rewrite Loki and Thor, yeah, and make it bigger and better. Maybe he's just. I maybe he's just nuts. I don't know. I don't know. Hi, it's Razamoka. What do you want to say? Um, I went on a date. This was a couple of years ago, and we met up for a coffee at a Tim's. Yeah, and he pulled up in the van next to me, and I happened to glance over, and he had a full on. Spider-Man costume. Oh, okay. You're the Spider-Man. Okay. So Spider-Man costume, like Spider-Man with a mask or Spider-Man without a mask? You know those hoodies for kids where you pull it all the way up? Oh, and then you can zip up the front? Yeah. He came in that. No. I was nervous to get out, but I ended up getting out. He got out, and I'm like, um, can I actually see your face? Yeah. He pulls laughing and he's like this is what i look like and i'm like okay i'm like he's like but i think spider-man looks better and zips it up i'm like (laughs) uh, i quickly text my sister i'm like hey can you like bail me out of the spider-man date she's like what i'm like i'll explain later so you didn't make out with him though Oh, God, no. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. So we're just talking about uh, this woman who went on TikTok to tell a story of uh, a date she once went on a while ago. A uh, guy that she met on Tinder, mm. they agreed to meet up at a coffee shop during the daytime. She's a teacher. So in her story, she just says that she was dressed very professionally, shows up at this coffee shop, and the guy was wearing SpongeBob SquarePants pajamas and wolf slippers Mm -hmm. and it was so embarrassing for her because the coffee shop was near the school that she teaches at three of her students walked in and saw her and they knew she was on the date correct and this guy then throughout their date continued to to 
talk about his uh, obsession with Thor and Loki, the TV show, yes, and how would. he would rewrite it to make it better of than course. what Marvel gave to all of us. Yes. Needless to say, they didn't go out again. And we're getting texts. I think I dated the same guy. I went on a blind date with a guy who spent the entire time telling me about Marvel movies. <laughs> What's wrong with that, though? <laughs> I went out on a date once, reads another text, and he dressed up as one of those uh, inflatable dinosaurs. Oh, God. I showed up on a date where the guy was wearing nothing but his boxer shorts and uh, an undershirt. I think they call them A-shirts now. Like he had just fallen out of his bedroom window? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I went on a date once with a guy who showed up for dinner in yeah. old sweatpants and a hoodie, also old raggedy sandals with no socks, <laughs> in the middle of winter. <laughs> okay. okay, yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Uh, hold on, let's go I get it. real quick. Yeah. Go ahead. Hey, it's Sasha. So I met this guy in my 20s. Um, it was a setup for my sister. Basically, he was in real estate, really well-dressed guy, very manly. We go to eat at a restaurant. And he tells me that I like to wear men's thongs. And I just laugh it off, thinking it's a joke. And then he flashes me with a bright orange thong at a restaurant <laughs> while we're eating. Hold on, like he stood up to show you? Or did he or, be or like, he, look at this and, and no, like, try to like, like, see show you? He lowered his pants, and I was petrified because I was as good as Deepa in my 20s. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you can imagine. So what happened? How far into the date did he show the thong, and how um, we much more time? Working, we were talking about working out. We were both used to go to the gym, and I'm like, that's great. And he's like, yeah, and I like to like wear fitted clothes. I'm like, that's cool. And he goes, yeah, and would it be awkward if I tell you I wear men's thongs? And I'm like, ha-ha jokes, because I didn't know men did that, because, again, I was a diva. Yeah. <laughs> Then he flashes me, and I was petrified. I went home, I, and then, like, my mom knew about it, and she's like, how did the date go? I'm like, I can't talk about it. Like, I was, for, like, two weeks, I couldn't talk about it. So when he showed you, uh, his, when he showed you his thong, did he stand up and turn around and show you the back, like, the actual no, thong part? Or did God, he just, no, did he just like, he just pulled up the side? Just the band. Um, it was, like, the side view, and I'm sure Maury wants to know. But, yeah, it was, like, the side view. Okay. The restaurant's on the side view. I got and you. And I was, like, I need to go home now. So like, you didn't, I cannot you didn't stick there. around to see the rest of the thong? No, never. No. no. <laughs> and, and, now, and, and now that you are no longer Adipa and you're sort of, like, <laughs> you know what's going on in the world, uh, have your feelings towards men in thongs changed at all? Um, no, not gonna lie, it has not. Has not. I'll have but, you know, they're very comfortable. Well, this is the thing, is like women wear them because they swear by them. Yeah. You, don't, you don't get panty line also, right? Yeah. But they like I know right. they're very comfortable, right? Um, I mean so, I wouldn't freak out. I wouldn't freak out, but I mean my husband doesn't wear it, thank God, and I'm happy and to each their own. Yeah. You ever put a thong on Mocha? Never. No? Uh-uh. It's actually not that That's bad. That's not true. Really? On the Raza Mocha uh, show, we, actually, we wore thongs. Oh, we did? On this <laughs> show? Thong, we God, we've done mo- some stupid things on this <laughs> show, man. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, there's a Pamela Anderson clip in there that I want to play. Yeah. So Pam Anderson making her Broadway debut. Hmm? 
Pam Anderson is set to uh, play Roxy Hart uh, in uh, a new version of Chicago. The eight-week engagement is set to start April 12th. So Pam Anderson on Broadway. Here's Pam Anderson talking to GMA. Well, I need a challenge. I need to do sure. something. I needed this. I needed this. You know, I've been kind of gone for a little while, and I, you know, I'm back. You need a challenge. There are a couple of other options you probably could have <laughs> gone with. You didn't yeah. just do Broadway. You're taking on an iconic role on yeah. Broadway. And we were talking a second ago. You were a little intimidated at mm -hmm. some point. But you got over it. You got past it. Well, yeah. I mean, I like this feeling. I like that kind of dangerous, crazy feeling. Like you can't <laughs> do something. And then you surprise yourself. I mean, you don't know what you're capable of until you try it. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I'm really curious about is what can I actually do? Because I kind of mm -hmm. haven't applied myself to much in my life except for my children mm -hmm. and my, you know, anyway. But... <laughs> Stop this for a second. Hey, Maureen, is, is, the, is the Roxy Hart character, is that a big character in Chicago? Roxy Hart is the star. She's the one that, um, spoiler alert, shoots her husband but thinks that... <laughs> spoiler Chicago. alert? Spoiler Chicago. I don't think you need to say spoiler alert well, yeah. before Chicago. <laughs> what if I plan on watching that sometime what's soon? The, what's the big song? Oh, there, well, there's well, there's um, um, All That Jazz. Yeah, how does that go? Oh, okay. Da -da 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 -da. Okay, I'm going to rouge my knees, I'm going to da 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 and all that jazz. Start wow. the car, I know a whoopee spot, and all that jazz. Spoiler alert. <laughs> what is what does rouge my knees mean? I guess you're on your knees, and you're scuffing your knees because you're on your knees. I'm going to rouge my knees. Why are you on your knees? Sing it again. I'm going to rouge my knees. I'm going to wear my stockings down. And all Excuse that jazz. Excuse me? Is that can't be the line. Yeah. I'm going to wear my, I'm going to rouge my, can you pull the lyrics up? What okay, what, what, what other, what other parts do you know? All that jazz lyrics. Keep going, Maury. Okay. I'm going to rouge my knees, wear my stockings down. And all that jazz, and all that jazz. Start the car, I know, whoopee spot. And all that jazz. Did you find them? Okay, so. How does it start? What's the first line? Um, five, six, seven, eight. No, no, after that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, babe, why don't we paint the town? Yeah. Come on, babe, why don't we paint that town? And, and all, all that jazz. jazz. Okay. All that jazz. Okay. I'm going to, yeah? I'm yeah. going to rouge, rouge my, my knees, knees. Yeah. and roll my, my stockings down. Yeah. yeah. And, all and all that, that jazz. jazz. Start, Start the, the car. car. I know a I know whoopee spot. A whoopee spot. See, I ain't wrong. Okay. Where the gin is cold, cold and the piano's, piano's hot. hot. <laughs> But he goes, hot. Yeah, go on. <laughs> it's just a noisy, noisy hall, hall where the nightly brawl and all that jazz. Where there's a nightly brawl and all, all that, that jazz. jazz. Yeah, go on. Okay, now now do it from the top, Maury. One, one two, three, four, four, five, six, seven, eight. Start the car. I know a whoopee spot. No, that's not the beginning. Oh, no. what's the first line? The, come you on, just, babe. Just what is? Come on, babe. I know a whoopee spot. <laughs> no. <laughs> come on, babe. Why don't we paint the town and all that jazz? <laughs> This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I got to play this 911 call. Somebody was pissed off at Kentucky Fried Chicken, so they called 911. Um, have you ever called 911? You ever had to call 911 in your life? Never. You ever spoke to a 911 operator? Uh -uh. Anybody else on the show ever called 911? Shannon, no, you have. I have. Yeah. For what? Can you um, say? Yeah, I can it, was, say it, was it warranted? Uh, oh, yes. Oh, it was. It definitely yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I got beat up. Oh, long, long story. Long yeah. story. Oh, dude. Oh, why'd you have to say, why'd you go with you the, you, the question, I know, but you didn't. Listen, Yo, where are these guys, guys, um, where are these people now? 
Uh, Did anything happen to them? I don't know. I don't no. know. Do you know who know. they are? No, I don't know. You don't know. No, no, no. Should we find out? No, no, no. 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 Did nine one one come or they didn't come? They did. They, they did. did. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. needed to. Okay. I called nine one one on our neighbors. <laughs> you called nine one one on your neighbors? So just, were they, all were, the time. Were they beating the hell out of Shem? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Have you ever had to call? No. Uh, I don't remember. Maybe. No. Yeah, you don't remember I, if I you called nine one one. No. That's something you never forget. Uh, I forget a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't remember. He doesn't remember what happened two hours ago. <laughs> I, I really don't yeah, remember. I life. Uh, Deepa, have you ever called nine one one, Deepa, for um, anything? Nope. Nope, no, never in my life. No. Have you ever ever accidentally? I remember when I was a kid, I accidentally called nine one one. They call you time. right back. Yeah, but when they call you back, like if it was on the home phone, the one thing I remember about calling nine one one, and I've never forgot this, when you I, you accidentally call nine one one, and it went through before I hung up. When they called back, oh, yeah. Th- when the phone rang, uh-huh. it was one continuous ring. There was not like a ring pause no. for two seconds, ring pause. It was one continuous ring. So you know you had to answer. Oh. <laughs> you yeah, before my mom. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. So anyway, so this woman calls 911 uh, because KFC screwed up her order and she now needed God. what? <laughs> yeah, go on. You always hear these stories. Yeah. In the States where people call because of a fast food incident. Yeah. Well, you don't know. Okay. Woman needed help. That's what 911's okay, so, for, isn't it? So KFC. KFC uh, screwed up order, uh, does her best to try and get somebody to come in and fix the situation. Please dispatch. Yes. I'm at KFC. Okay. And I came here earlier and I bought some chicken for twenty five ninety nine, which should have been eight pieces. I only got four pieces of chicken in here, and the manager gonna say he packed the bag, but I only got four pieces of chicken, and I want my chicken. Okay, uh, that's gonna be more of a civil matter. You'd have to take it up with management and then maybe someone above him. There's not much the police can do about it. So you can't help me get my chicken. I mean, I can send someone over to talk to you. <laughs> to talk to me, they should be talking to them. They see the people out there food. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. I'm telling oh you, some, sometimes it's warranted, right? Yeah, absolutely. This it, time maybe, it was. If it was two pieces, yeah. that's not a 911 call. <laughs> when you order eight and they give you four, that's a 911 call. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Y'all, we have not played this game in forever. This is five in seven. Oh my god. A uh, fan favorite, by the way. Welcome to it. This is five and seven. Very simple. We will ask Damon Mori to name five things. He has seven seconds to name those five things. Damon Mori. Yes. I assume you're ready. Always. Mocha, you will be don't do that voice more. <laughs> when I'm, when I'm doing, it like that's wrong. clearly so my no, thing. I know, but it was wrong. clearly my thing. Like I was clearly doing that. Okay, yeah, like, always. Don't, don't do like. <sighs> so you're telling me not to be me? No, no, yes. Winning. <laughs> 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 Thank you. Fast game. Uh, Mocha will be the official judge and timekeeper uh, again. This is the easiest game. It is. Uh, we will ask okay. Damon Mori to name five things. He has seven seconds to name those five things. Uh, Damon Mori, are you ready? Yeah, yeah. 
Maury, mm-hmm. aside from licking, name five things you need your tongue for. Okay, um, like, uh, you need your tongue for tasting, you need your tongue for licking, you need your tongue for, um... Loser. Hey, man, let me, me Aside from licking? And the man, the second thing he said was licking. <laughs> uh, would have taken uh, talking. Oh, uh, do you use it for that? For talking. Yeah, I guess so. I assume that was mostly I guess your lips so. job. Okay. What? <laughs> No, man. <laughs> you think talking's all lips? But I didn't know if the tongue actually does much. Try and talk right now without using your tongue. So put your tongue in the bottom of your mouth. Okay. I don't move it. Okay. Hey, how's it going? No, you're no, still say, using your tongue. Say this is the Roz and Mocha show. This is the Roz and I can and hear Mocha your show. tongue moving. Yeah. You can all hear your tongue no, moving. No, t- that's the sound. I'm pushing it down. No, the, d- but keep it there. Moist keep too. it there. I know. <laughs> Why is your mouth so wet? So gross. <laughs> okay, moving along. <laughs> oh, oh, for one. Yeah. Uh, damn it, Maury. Mm-hmm. Name five striped animals. Zebra. Stripes. Oh, skunk. Stripes. Uh, pelican. <laughs> Loser. I have never seen a striped pelican in my entire life. <laughs> would have, yes, would have taken zebra or zebra, depending on your pronunciation. Uh, skunk, tigers, hyenas, snakes, chipmunks. Pe- all, peacock. All, peacock. All, well, no. No, no oh, not man. at all. Not at all. Okay. Not at all peacock. <laughs> no. Okay, moving along. Damn it, Maury. Yeah. Name five foods in French. Oh, hamburger. Um, frites. Um, jizz. Jizz. Excuse me. Jews. <laughs> spell that. Spell that last one. J I what? No. Uh, yeah. Jews. J I U S S. What is that? Jews. 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 And the first one. All you did was roll the R. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Moving on. Damn it, I got freets. No. Sure. Yeah. We'll give you freets. Okay. Freedom freets. Damn it, Maury. Name five things you can hear but cannot touch. Loser. Wrong one. Wrong one. Sorry. That was my bad. That's my bad. Okay. Ask the question again. Damn it, Maury. Name five things you can hear but cannot touch. Okay. Your neighbor. Um. Can I? Loser. (laughs) Okay. What if? Oh no! I I, give me take two. No. What if you got take two? No, because I was gonna say song. Okay. uh, Would have accepted voice thunder. I would have even said a fart. Uh, Music, or you literally just could have said touch a fart. You could have just said sound and ended the whole thing in one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, and uh, finally, uh, last one here. Uh, Damn it, Maury, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, Damn it, Maury, name five words that rhyme with balloon. Oh, spittoon. Um, s- s- balloon, spittoon, um, cartoon. Loser. <laughs> so- <laughs> uh, also would have accepted a tycoon, typhoon, saloon, cartoon, and yes, spittoon. Baboon. 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 Yeah, another striped animal, by the way. Baboon. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is how you play Roz and Mocha's five in seven. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Canada's Got Talent premieres tonight at eight on City. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, Howie Mandel tweeted yesterday. Howie Mandel, one of the judges, by the way. Yes, one of the judges. Thank you. Uh, He tweeted, comedy is tough. 
And what he what he retweeted was the interview that Dammit Maury did with Howie Mandel. Mm-hmm. And I've never heard an interview like sort of start off on a more awkward note than Maury's interview with Howie Mandel. So before we get to the jokes, because Maury, of course, has to audition for Howie Mandel. This is this is how things started with Maury and, and Howie. Buddy, how are you? I don't know. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, no. I said, I don't know. Not an expert, <laughs> but I can't Can answer I? for you. <laughs> I did answer. I don't know. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, that's all the time we have for today. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. <laughs> okay so, yeah. boy, did not get out of that conversation. <laughs> okay, so that's how it all started with yeah. Howie, and then this comes the, to the justification of Howie's um, tweet, which was quote. Comedy is tough. That was from the great Howie Mandel. Okay, so as one of the judges on Canada's Got Talent, obviously I'm not a contestant, but can I try out a couple of jokes with you? Because I am the funny guy on the Roz and Mocha show. So I thought I'd test out a few jokes on you (laughs) to see if maybe I get the golden buzzer. Don't include us. What's the smartest insect? Go ahead. A spelling bee. Are you holding for a laugh? I'll hold all day. Well, I think it's going to take a couple of weeks. <laughs> okay, name the kind of tree you can hold in your hand. A palm tree? No, just say I don't know. <laughs> oh, I, I don't. I love that you're telling me how to do it. I don't know. <laughs> a palm tree. But I had, I was right. I know, but I don't want you to give you that. Like, oh, no. I should have the punchline. <laughs> I love that I had the punchline, and then now we're arguing about it. That's what makes this funny. But this is great. I mean, I'll tell you something. You will be the... If this was a birthday party for an eight-year-old, this would be a huge, huge hit. Go ahead. Where did the music teacher leave her keys? And I say, where? Where, yeah, and I go in the piano. Because piano keys. That's right. So if I did that on the show, if I did that on the show, what would happen? I think the same thing that happened right here. (laughs) (laughs) No wonder he retweeted that. Big up Howie Mandel. Yo, that is amazing. Comedy is tough. (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Canada's Got Talent debuted last night. Oh, how was it? On City TV. Dude, it was... It was awesome. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, the show looked great. How was Cardi? Was he mean? The... Uh, I didn't find him mean, no. and I don't know if maybe like time. later, later in the show, uh, later in the series, because uh, you had been mentioning mm-hmm. that the the rumors, because he even acknowledged on his mm-hmm. Instagram, oh he loves it, um, don't even that he's the mean one, right? He loves it. Um, but we had you know talented people from right across the country um, take part in last night's episode, but there's one that I want to play for you. It's this 14-year-old girl named Shay. She's from Vancouver. And she tells this story of how she lives in Vancouver with her mom. Mm-hmm. Her father lives in China because he's working out there. Okay. So they're not able to be together as, as a family. But she's still close to him, and she talks to him whenever she can, right? And she has this, this bond with her, her dad. And she goes up to sing this song, Like My Father. Mm-hmm. Bro, and she's 14. Okay. Years I always old. get blown away by okay? this. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen to this. And this is her on the guitar, by the way, as well. 
14-year-old Shay from Vancouver. has a look of shock on his face. Mm-hmm. Howie has a look of shock on his face, Howie Mandel. Trish Stratus, another judge, is starting to well up. Mm-hmm. Lily Singh, the other judge, she looks like she's about to burst into tears. Right. And this 14-year-old from Vancouver, her name is Shay, on Canada's Got Talent just blows everybody away. And her mom, they show shots of her mom standing at side stage with just tears running down Obviously, they sent her through. So they get to Howie, okay. who takes over the entire thing yeah. and says this. You have an amazing voice. Thank you so much. You know, there are people much older than you that come on this stage and can't deliver you know, they can't, it does, you rose to the occasion and you rose you, beyond your years. You, you are standing there. You have the poise of somebody twice your age. Oh my God, thank you so much. So then Howie walks over to the golden buzzer. Oh, give her the golden buzzer. And she goes Talk on to the next her. round. The lights change, there's confetti. Her mom walks out on stage with her. They hug, they're both crying. Everyone's crying at this point. Good for her. Yo, they had another guy, this guy from Quebec. He's a nurse, right? Yeah. And he's playing the violin. Yeah. But his gimmick was... Was what? So, while playing the violin... Yeah. He starts off with, like, a stepladder balanced on his chin, right? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it's yeah. like four-step stepladder, yeah. right? Yeah. And then everyone's like, oh, wow, cool. So then they bring out an even bigger ladder with like nine steps. <laughs> right. That he bounces on his chin so, all while playing the violin. So his talent is that he violins while balancing ladders on his face? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> anyway, that was such a great moment from uh, Canada's Got Talent last night. Like Loved it. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. The grabber drama continues in Nova Scotia. Yeah, it's actually, I think it might be done. So in... in 2017, we talked to Lauren Grabber. His last name is spelled G-R-A-B-H-E-R. And for years, he had a vanity license plate on his car that simply read G-R-A-B-H-E-R, Grabber. And then 
that became a problem because they thought that it was inappropriate. People would take it the wrong way, reading grab her. Of course, you don't want anybody to feel that way. Right. Uh, and then they told him he couldn't use a license plate anymore. So this has been an ongoing fight. And I think that what's happened is that the Supreme Court has just said that they will not hear the appeal from Lauren Grabber. So I actually think it might be done. But oh. he was, if you remember, when we talked to him in 2017, he was busted up oh, yeah. about this. Big time. Hey, Lauren, how you doing? It's Razamoka again. Uh, not too bad. I'm uh, getting along pretty good. Okay, so the Supreme Court said that they will not hear your appeal on your vanity plate. And as with the Supreme Court, and as it always is, they didn't even give a reason why they won't hear your appeal, right? Right. So is this done now? Are you done, you think? Well, yeah, as far as the courts go, I mean, it's a done deal. I mean, uh, very young with this. We, we know this outcome was going to come because first I'm concerned uh, the courts today uh, are not there uh, for the law. It's all political. Do you not understand though in why this would be like do you get the other side of the argument at all? Why they wouldn't want Uh, you to have that license plate? Yes and no. I mean one minute they, they like they said in court we know it's your name but we're going by the word. Yeah. Well, personally to me, that's a little be little bit ridiculous because what if your name uh, uh, was Hiscock? Yeah, they're not going to let you put that on a license plate either. You know, so what the government is trying to tell me, anything that the government owns, their property, uh, you're not allowed to do with it. No, not necessarily because it's the perception from other people who may not know that that is your last name, right? Like, understandably, you've had that license plate for 30 years up until they took it away from you, but it's the perception of reading those words or those letters in to make up that word without knowing that that's actually your last name, right? Okay. That, 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 that's fine. I'll go along with you there. But, okay, what about Grabber Tire? What's that? It's a tire. It's named Grabber. Oh, Grabber. Uh, but that's still the same thing. If you put Grabber Tire, I'm sure that that would be fine. But it's just the fact that you just wanted grabber, right? But you, you know, like I mean, uh, I, I think sometimes used used people may uh, get a misconception of the whole thing too. Mm-hmm. Is, is uh, that uh, uh, one person can upset the the the, the apple cart for no reason? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then what gets me is they they say I can put it all over my car, and that's all right. So I don't scare. I don't scare anybody away. I remember the last time we talked to, uh, you know, having a name like, you know, Grabber, I'm sure, you know, over the years you've had to deal with just the the comments and everything else. And uh, aside from the negative ways that it could be taken, just slapped on a license plate, I remember that there was another part of this, which is um, you felt hurt because there, you know, even though you could laugh at a last name, you know, you were proud of your last name. You were proud of your family. And there was, there was that sort of aspect of it as well. Right. Right. I mean, I, I'm still very proud of it. I mean, no, nobody's ever going to be able to take that away from me or take it away from my children whatsoever. This is their name and we should be proud of it. Do you have supporters out there in Nova Scotia, Lauren? Uh, let, let's put it this way. Uh, there's a population in Nova Scotia now of a million people, and I would say I have uh, 99% in my favor. Based on? Based on all the statistics they've done, all the pollings that they've done. Uh, every time it went to court, 
and especially with women, uh, if I was in the grocery store or whatever, and they see me and uh, was verified that who I was, they were saying, this is so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. We're, we're behind you 100%. Hey, have you talked to Dave Assman out in Melville, Saskatchewan? Because he's another guy that had a license plate problem where they wouldn't let him put Assman on his license plate. No, I, I never had the opportunity to talk to him at all. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, okay, when you say, here's another one. Uh, uh, um, a person had on their license plate um, uh, Indian. Uh, the abbreviations uh, uh, NDN. That, that stands for Indian. It was taken away from him because uh, of uh, the word. Mm-hmm. But he takes it to court. He gets it back because he's a native. Hey, yeah. what about, uh, I mean, have you talked to your counterpart in uh, in Alberta, somebody else that's using the license plate that says Grabber on it? That's my son. Oh, that's your son? Yeah. Is he allowed to have it in Alberta? Yeah. Uh, uh, so Grabber lives uh, on. The, the Alberta government said that we, we, we got a statement from them. They uh, stated Oh. Do you realize how many people out here have different names? We don't have time for that foolishness. Damn. So All what right. are you uh, what are you gonna do now? Like, what's the the license plate situation? You're just gonna get like a a regular generic one that they issue, or are you gonna go for another personalized one? Oh no, they they issued me uh, uh, another another plate. I mean, I had no choice there. Well, there you go, I guess. Uh, Lauren Graber, G-A-R-B-H-E-R, the uh, Supreme Court out there in Nova Scotia said that they will not hear your appeal. Uh, You are fighting to have your license plate, your vanity plate that simply read Graber, your last name, G-R-A-B-H-E-R on it. And uh, you are no longer allowed, no longer allowed. So uh, thank you so much, Lauren. It was good to catch up with you again, man. All right, you guys have a great day. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hello, Tori. Hi. What's going on? It's Roz and Mocha. Why are you reaching out to us today? Oh, I need some help with family drama. Uh-oh. <laughs> you wrote it says, Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. Uh, my mom's family loves to create drama. My mom's dad, my grandpa... Uh, passed away last month and ever since her family has created and spread lies about our family and has not abided by his wishes. My mom was his caregiver after his cancer diagnosis and took care of him 24-7 when he rapidly declined less than a month after. Suddenly, my mom and our family are the bad guys and apparently are disrespecting him and them. Is it worth it to confront them or stand our ground and let that side of the family uh, drown in their own lies. Hmm. You got to expand a little bit. What are these lies? What's yeah. the uh, what's all the drama about? What are they saying? Yeah. So the first one all started with the obituary. He had like explicit wishes saying, you know, I don't want these certain people in here. Say this. Don't say this. Right. So oh, like certain my- family members in the obituary. Yeah. Like which yeah. like which family members and why? Um. Well, he had a couple other kids i guess from like a previous whatever and <sighs> they were yeah they were never really around with him and they yeah. had wanted nothing to do with him right. so he wanted nothing to do with them either okay. um so he didn't want them in there and so when my mom and my uncle wrote it they didn't put them in there at all right and yeah. then so there's three siblings and so when they asked the third sibling they didn't agree with it but it was two out of three thought it was okay and so they didn't put them in there and they submitted it whatever so now suddenly like a few days ago 
there was a big Facebook post now saying that he privately told this other sibling that he wanted them in there. But he told numerous other people that he didn't. And this was the sibling that he had with his whatever before. Yeah. So he, he says he has three children. He doesn't have five. He has three. Yeah. So little things like that or that he wanted to have a celebration of life before he was buried. Yeah. Right, but this third sibling wanted to go back to the province they live in now, and so somehow they've manipulated everybody on that side, and we ended up having a burial um, a week or week and a half after he passed away, and we're now having a celebration next week. Uh, mind you, they're gone now, so it's a little bit better, but we just it wasn't worth it to argue. Are you close to these people at all? Uh, I am with a couple of them, but not the one specifically, the sibling. Okay, but the one that you are close with is, mm-hmm. or the the ones that you are close with, are they the ones that are that are talking smack to everybody else, or it's just this yeah. one individual? This one individual has manipulated oh, the other okay. people. Okay, yeah, so, yeah. So, just uh, does this affect your life in any way? Well, it has because now, like, we're not talking to our grandparents like our grandparents that we have alive now right Right. and um like my mom's not talking to her mom and i'm not talking to my cousin who has young children who i help take care of and Mm. here and then right has your has your mom tried to talk to 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 her mom or talk to any of the other family members to explain her side of the story or explain what these specific instructions were from your grandfather? Yeah, we've tried, and they just say, well, we're hearing a different story, and, you know, this one seems to line up more, and, uh, like... Okay, so what... Yeah. Let me ask you this question, okay? What mm. what fixes this problem? Well, I think this person just needs to be put in their place and stop lying, right? Because now... It's, my mom's taken a stress leave after he passed away, or just before he passed away, because of everything that was going on. Right. But these people think that you're the ones that are lying and spreading false information. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, so what needs to happen in order for this to get sorted out? Well, that's my question because do we stand our ground? Because some of my side of the family are saying that we should stick up for ourselves and, you know, we know our truth, right? But is it worth it? There's right? not, there's are not, we... there's not your truth and their truth. There's mm-hmm. the truth. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't you, don't you watch too much Instagram. Um, okay. There is no, there is no speaking my truth. It's what, mm-hmm. it's what is the truth. That yeah. is, that is what you guys have to figure out. Yeah. Is, is there any way to prove without destroying a family mm-hmm. that you guys are right and they are wrong? Go to a psychic or something. So no, so no, no is the letter. Answer. Like if all the, the, the facts are in the letter that mm-hmm. your grandfather had written, like that should be proof enough not saying you have to take the original document and send it out to everyone mm-hmm. like you can scan it whatever and like email it text it to someone and be like yo like these are his words so we're not twisting anything yeah well the the thing is he said a lot of things like it all happened so quickly he was okay yeah. and then a month later he yeah. rapidly rapidly decreased sure um, just because he was past stage four okay so they I, couldn't really do anything. I, gotta, I gotta stop you i have to stop you i have to stop you okay Okay. okay. When did this? When did he die? Uh, February twenty first. Okay. Okay. People are people are grieving right now. Yeah. Right. And the thing about grief is that everybody grieves in a different way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Some people go through all the emotions where they are sad and then they're angry and then they're happy and then all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, other people do not. When somebody is grieving, the only thing you can let people do is just give them the time they need to grieve. And part of this is there's anger involved. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that is part of their process with grief is that they can't, they're, it, blaming you for being a bad person is part of their grieving process. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Eventually people come out of this at the other end. Okay. This is all going to work itself out. Okay. 100% it's going to work itself out. Now, what mm-hmm. you need to know, it, what you need to figure out is if any of this, if bringing it up and calling people out at this early of a stage in the grieving process is worth destroying the family even more. Mm-hmm. Right? Let people grieve. They'll, okay. c- they'll come back around. You will all come back around. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> Thanks, Tori. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, guys. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Man, oh man. Uh, Lost City is the new movie. This is where it's at. I cannot wait to see this movie. I have not wanted to see a movie so bad in a very long time. It's uh, Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum and Brad Pitt and the great Daniel Radcliffe. Mm -hmm. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe, I guess, plays the bad guy in the movie. And damn it, Maury. Damn it, Maury and Daniel Radcliffe, always so funny and weird and awkward together. And Daniel Radcliffe is just so polite and charming that... um, He'll just goes along with everything. Uh, so this is uh, Daniel Radcliffe talking about the most important part of uh, his part in The Lost City. Daniel Radcliffe, it is so awesome to see you again. I love you, dude. Congratulations. This movie was by far one of the best I've seen in a long time. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much, man. That's really, really kind of you. What was it like to star in a movie with two of the hottest men on Earth? <laughs> Jeez. Um, it was literally, I, I got to our hair and makeup department on the first day. I was like, so you need to do something about all of this because like we're on screen with Channing Tatum and Brad Pitt in this movie so like as presentable as you can make me please do uh, and they did they gave me a very nice haircut and uh, and put me in some nice suits so it's at least you know it's it's it I, I don't embarrass us you know there you go a haircut <laughs> haircut in a suit just fixes them right up um, he's at that level now <laughs> so, so years ago um Maury interviewed Daniel Radcliffe and um he went in there and the best thing with Dana Radcliffe, like he's so polite and he will go along with everything. Mm -hmm. So Maury goes in there with fake rumors, right? And, uh, and this was Maury just started this rumor. Like you can always say now, you always hear people ask these questions. Everybody's talking about it. The rumor is nobody ever like asked, where did that come from? Everybody just assumes that when somebody says rumors are people are talking about it, that it's legitimate in some way. I ain't got no time to fact check. So this is when Maury started, uh, was asking this is what year is this Maury 2014 2014 this is mm. where it started this is when Maury asked Daniel Radcliffe if he had any response to people being pissed off that he wasn't cast as Christian Grey in Fifty Shades of Grey oh god I think one of the biggest like I don't know what the world is more upset at right now whether it's Ben Affleck being cast as Batman or you not getting the role of Christian Grey in the Fifty Shades of Grey I don't think movie. anyone's upset about that are they <laughs> really I don't know I, I, the there is upset I, there is Radcliffe. very little outcry about me I <laughs> If, if it has, that outcry has been so quiet as to be inaudible. Um, like I, I have not heard any. You were literally the first person that said that Yo, to me. And wasn't it like right after this happened? Didn't like publications, news publications, then pick up the story of Daniel Radcliffe? Like, Dude, everyone. Yeah, replying. <laughs> That's right. Responding to not being cast in Fifty Hollywood Shades. Hollywood Reporter. That's right. The Hollywood Reporter, uh, Daniel Radcliffe, uh, talks about the controversy and the the, uh, the outrage over him not taking the role of uh, Christian Grey. <laughs> so what's? So did you do this again? Did you go at him with fake rumors? Of course. Okay. Is there any truth to the rumor that you got oh so mad and stormed off set after getting into a fight with Sandra Bullock because you wanted to take the leeches off of Channing Tatum's ass? <laughs> 
Um, no, you know what? That that's been blown out of proportion. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, that was Channing's second day on set, I believe, uh, which is a, a hell of a so way nice. to like meet a crew. Um, but you know, he's a he's a pro, and uh, and 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 so is and so is Sandy. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> he has to defend himself I mean. for something that nobody has ever said. <laughs> never happened. Oh, oh, oh no. it, 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 it even gets better. It even gets oh, better. Oh no. Now I, now I heard that you, I guess things were running a little bit late on set because you kept begging Channing Tatum to star in Magic Mike 3. Yeah, um, this is also something that somebody came up in an interview the other day with like, uh, you gonna you tap Channing up for a part in Magic Mike 3? And I was like, no, funnily enough, that didn't come up. Uh, I don't, I don't think that I'm what the crowds are, are crying out for. Uh, so yeah, no, didn't, didn't, didn't come up. Oh, <laughs> He's the best. Uh, Daniel Rad. First of all, Daniel Radcliffe. I know we goof, but he is legitimately like one of the absolute best people to ever sit in front of. He's so gracious and uh, and and amazing. Uh, and will always, I figure, if, you, if you're going to remember Daniel Radcliffe for anything, we mm. all say it's what? Harry Potter, Harry Potter of, of course, course, right? You're a wizard, Harry. Thank you. But I'm shocked that Daniel Radcliffe doesn't think that that's the way that he's going to be remembered. What do you want to be remembered for long after you're gone? Playing Harry Potter, being in a movie with Channing Tatum's bare ass, <laughs> or playing Weird Al? Oh, my God. I mean... Do I have to choose? Can I not have all three of those things be the case? Um, you know, I, 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 I am under no illusions that the the first line of my obituary is not going to include the words Harry Potter. Um, but I, you know, really? I, I, I really don't mind either. I feel like once you've once you kind of come to grips with that, and you're like, well, that's going to be the thing. So now just do whatever you like the rest of the time. Um, yeah, and if you know, if a couple of people remember me for for being in Weird Al and some remember me from being in a film with Channing Tatum's bare ass, then I'm also happy. <laughs> that is the great Daniel Radcliffe. He's in a movie with Sandra Bullock's uh, Channing Tatum's butt. It's and, true. And That's Brad true. Pitt called The Lost City, which is out tomorrow. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Jay, what's going on, dude? It's Roz and Mocha. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good, man. You heartbroken, huh? Yeah. What's up? Uh, my now ex-girlfriend of seven months has blocked me on social media, and now I can't stop thinking about her. You wrote us this. Uh, hey, Roz and Mocha, fix my life. My girlfriend is seven months. How long did you guys break up? Three weeks ago? On the fifth. Okay, oh. yeah. yeah. You said uh, at first the relationship ended on good terms, but I made the mistake of messaging her, and now I've been blocked. Uh, I don't know when or how the relationship got to the point to cause her to break up, but I did everything I possibly could verbally, verbally physically, and emotionally to support her during those seven months that we were together. Uh, how do I stop thinking about her? How do I stop all the thoughts I still have? 17 days. How many minutes? Oh, buddy. <laughs> buddy. After so the what breakup. was it that you messaged to her on social? Where was this? On Snapchat? On Instagram? On TikTok? Where, where'd you message her? Uh, text message. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. So just straight up text message. Oh, so, she blocked you on text? On text, on Oof. Instagram and Snapchat. Okay. So what Getting you blocked say- on text is next level what'd you say to her uh honestly i i was grieving like i was in like a lot of pain yeah when she broke up i still had like some hope that she was going to come back from just the way that she kept saying that she needed space mm-hmm. i don't know if you're coming back but then i was just trying to like say things to like reassure her like we can work this 
we can work things out, blah, blah, blah. And then I think since it was like a week and a half after, she's like, this is this is ridiculous. Like, I'm trying to move on, blah, blah, blah. And then she just blocked me. Okay. So she wasn't replying to any of your texts? No. Okay. No. So how, how, how old are you? How old is she? I'm 23. She's 20. Okay. And um, is she your first girlfriend? My second. And why, why did you break up? Uh, the reason she gave me was that she was overwhelmed with stress and she was worried about the future with regarding us getting married and her parents. Why? What? what? That is like a like a culture ba- culture clash kind of thing? No, uh, we're we're the same culture. Okay. But ever since we started dating, she, like before we started dating, she even asked them for permission to go out on a date with me. But yeah. they said yes, but like the next day they changed their mind. So oh. we kept it a secret for like those seven months. Right. But throughout the seven months, her, her mom would keep asking her, like, do you still talk to him? Why don't they like why don't they like you? I have no idea. They never even like asked her any questions about me. Like, what's he doing in school? Like, yeah. how is he? Does he work? Like, they, they knew nothing of me. Right. Or is this one of those situations where the parents just don't want their daughter to date anyone? Yeah, that. Oh, OK. That. Uh, OK. So you're both very young, man. Yeah. OK. Heartbreak is going to happen. It is going to happen. Um, I don't know why she's blocking you. Maybe it's because the the parent pressure, but I think that what you just need to come to terms with, and we have said this a million times on this show, you need to come to terms with the fact that she doesn't love you. Yeah, I heard that in a recent podcast, and I've been repeating that to myself over and over. I know, oh, Mocha, Mocha, you who did you quote um, last week on FML? That was an it was a very profound quote from an unlikely source. Um, Mike, the situation. What? Uh, what so you, Shore. You, you quoted Mike, the situation from Jersey Shore, and that quote was what? We didn't come this far to get this far. Oh there yeah, go. there you go. Okay, so <laughs> CJ knows. Okay, so so Mocha quoted Mike, the situation last week on Raza Mocha's Fix My Life. I'm gonna quote Madonna to you right now. Okay, okay. bro. <laughs> okay, and it and it goes like this: Power is being told you're not loved and not not being destroyed by it. Damn. Do you get okay? Do you get that one? Uh, not really. Okay. Oh. Listen, bro. <laughs> Listen. Okay. She doesn't love you anymore, and that is not going to destroy you. Listen, Jay. Yeah. That Madonna one may not have resonated. The first Mike the Situation one did. Can I give you another Mike the Situation quote that may help you through this? I'm going down the well of inspirational quotes from really weird people right now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 As Mike the Situation from Jersey Shore said, tough times don't last, but tough people do. Yeah. I've heard that one before. Dog, you got to be tough. I'm really trying, but I, I guess like, Due to COVID or whatever, like I'm not yeah, really man. going out anywhere. I don't have it. I don't have work right now, so it's like tough to be here. Let me tough. let me. I, I just found a great quote here. Okay, I don't know who it's attributed to. I don't think it's Mike the situation, um, but I think it's it's fairly universal. The quote goes like this: "It will probably get worse." Oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> who said that? I don't know. Uh, yeah, anonymous, anonymous, <laughs> anonymous. Very profound, though, right? Uh, so yeah. listen, listen, man. Um, you you guys are very young. She's twenty, and obviously dealing with some family stuff. Okay, and that is very overwhelming for a young woman. And you may feel like you got caught in the middle, but you're also old enough and in a position where you know you want to fall in love, and you really did love this love this girl. But she is in a position of where it's not going to allow for that. 
and it sucks. It really does suck. Heartbreak is awful, man. It really is. Getting blocked is awful. Um, I, From what I know, from what you've said about her family and their reluctance to sort of release her to somebody else, I guess. I don't even know how the hell that stuff works. Um, but I know it's weird to say, but don't take this so personally because I think that she has a whole lot more going on than you can even understand. Yeah. It's tough. It sucks, but uh, you're going to get through this, Jay. Yes. Let me me leave you with one last quote that I just found, okay? Okay. You got this, girl. (laughs) 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 Look at that one. And Jay, okay, I promise this is going to be the last Mike the Situation quote, okay? (laughs) Okay. But this, I feel like this is definitely for you. Mike the Situation has said, and it's on T-shirts that he sells, the comeback is always greater than the setback. I really hope so. Yeah, man. All right. Yeah. You're going to be good, bro. Okay. Thank you guys so much. Okay. Right. Take care. You too. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. Hey, what's all that controversy over um, that Turning Red movie? Did you see this? No. What happened now? I guess, like, sir, people are complaining because, well, one, okay, so there's, there's two controversies over Turning Red. One, really? there was a review from, I don't even know where it was, but they pulled the review because the guy who reviewed the movie said that it was basically too niche because it was set in Toronto and set in a very specific uh, community, meaning Chinatown. Yeah. And the movie really only catered to those people and he felt that he couldn't relate in any way to the film so there there was that minded sir okay and then they got you know trashed and they pulled the 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 review and it was listen it was you shouldn't be reviewing kids movies if you're feeling that way i heard that reviewer lost his job did he he was like one of the head editors there because of that review really huh find out can go find out where that was from for me more um and, and then the other one is that people are saying that the subject matter should be, it's one of these, it should be discussed with parents and not through a Pixar film because it deals with um, young girls getting their period. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, and so that's inappropriate for a lot of people. Talking about people or, or or alluding to periods is uh, is too much for that people in a, in a Disney like Pixar movie. Human nature, yeah, yeah, and just and, like what happens, well, yeah, because they don't they don't want that in uh, they don't want that in their in their Disney Pixar. But, but what if that's gonna be the thing that sparks a conversation between? They don't want that conversation though. They don't want they they don't want that responsibility to be on Disney Pixar. Don't no, 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 don't but, spark a conversation. But what if that like intrigues like a young girl to then go and they talk don't to their want mom? that. They that they do that is not Pixar's responsibility to in and to uh, inspire my daughter to come to me with questions about her period. That is not your job. That is my job. I do it when I say the time is right. So that's the attitude towards sure. turning red. However, but it also, to me at least, makes it seem like these people who have a problem with it would even still have a problem with trying to have that conversation with their child. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Right? Yes, so, so they're pissed at Pixar. But, so this is a movie, okay, about like a 13-year-old girl getting her period turns into a giant red panda. Okay, and her mom is like showing up at school with her pads and everything else. Like it's hysterical, yeah. right? It's hysterical. I like the movie. Um, it's really, really good. Um, but this is when you look at it as far as like what is appropriate and inappropriate for children to see in a Disney Pixar movie. So Turning Red, yes, deals with tweens getting periods. Mm-hmm. Okay, but what 
Turning Red doesn't deal with is you get to the end of the movie. Both her parents live. Okay? No parent dies. Sure. <laughs> Which is very unusual. I know. In those cartoon worlds. Yeah. Nobody dies. Mm-hmm. There's no sort of like, nobody gets lost, nobody gets heartbroken, nobody has to make an awful, none of that. Yeah. Nothing, nothing, none of those old sort of tragic tropes that those cartoons have lived on for a hundred years are anywhere close to being in Turning Red, but it's about somebody's period. She gets, uh, she's got a crush on the boy band that she loves, Yeah, right? And she got a crush on the the guy that works at the convenience store. That's it. That's it. That's it, right? Like, her mom doesn't get shot. Yeah. Okay? Her dad doesn't die all of a sudden. Her dad doesn't die all of a sudden. Yeah. Well, you want to say, Dan Mori? I found that. So, the review is from Cinema Blend. That's what it is. Big website. Oh, wow, yeah. Sean O'Connell was the reviewer, and he said, I'm generally sorry for my Turning Red review. Thank you to everyone who has reached out with criticism criticism no matter how harsh and i guess the editor was like we failed to properly edit this review and it never well, should have gone up that's a lie he, he was the editor yeah yeah you know what i mean like that's yeah they just saw nothing wrong with it of course they wouldn't um but yeah so people have a hard time with turning red it's really God. wild to me because it's such like it's a great movie like totally. it's a really really beautiful movie it's well acted everything else you, which part did you cry at without giving too much away like beginning Mo- middle or end mother daughter gotcha stuff. i gotcha mm. i gotcha i gotcha yeah yeah no it's a it's a beautiful movie go see turning red this weekend if you haven't seen it yet especially if you have like we watch it with rocks and it was yeah. awesome because it was hysterical of course right? yeah and yes it's about you know tweens getting their periods but hey listen nobody dies right the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast whenever companies do things for employees employees can't help but take advantage of it which is true for so many things, and we all know we do it. So there's this unnamed company, somebody posted about this, uh, that is no longer, it's in the U.S., that's no longer going to be providing um, free water to its staff. Oh, no. And everybody got all up in arms about it. Mm-hmm. Um, as they said, they're no longer going to be providing drinking water, which as soon as you call it drinking water as opposed to water, that yeah. becomes like a human right issue, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I get thirsty during yeah, the day. If they just said, listen, no more no more water, everybody would be fine. But as soon as somebody goes, you're not providing um, 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 you're not providing drinking water, mm-hmm. then it becomes a human rights issue. Yeah. What if I'm parched during right, the day? Right, exactly. So uh, what happened was is they notified the staff in the break room and there was a sign that management put up and it said, we're no longer able to provide water for the team uh we have abused our privilege in doing so thanks management now what happened was management were giving people bottles of water they were making bottles of water available for staff Mm. and they weren't reporting it as their normal inventory and then they quote unquote lost a few dozen cases of water quote unquote lost a few Uh dozen cases of water and so now the privilege has has been revoked and the person the whistleblower within the company the employee in the company uh, went on to say that yes there is a water fountain in the building but the the water's warm (laughs) (laughs) right oh how dare they so and this is one of those things where companies tend to do these types of things to save a ton of money right yeah yeah apple did you see this apple if you buy an iPhone now, it doesn't come with a headphones or a charger. No. Right? You know how much Apple saved by not putting a headphones or a charger in with your new iPhone? Oh how many billions? $6.5 billion. <gasps> for real? Yeah. What? 6.5. Yeah. yeah. So they charge you $20 for headphones and a charger. 
and they made $6.5 billion on smaller packaging. Wow. Yep. I bet you their yep. employees have drinking water. Right? Oh, my God, please. You have so much water. You have bathing fa- in it. You, come on. You got, like, they have, like, vats of Fanta yeah. in there that you just <laughs> you just walk around with your scoop and you just help Take yourself. Take all that you want. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So, no masks today. So, is that the deal? I still wore a mask in here today. Yeah, same as Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we were out do. yesterday. I saw like so many people just like, man, people don't care. No, <laughs> whatever. Do you? Do you? Yeah, I was thinking about how because I got a, I got a little bit of running around today. I might test the waters. I don't know. Are you? See how I feel. See how I feel. Are you gonna feel naked? Yeah. I'm just so I used might. to it. I just like when I hop out of the car. Yeah. It's like instinct. Yeah, exactly. Now, right. I reach down. I grab it. I put Throw it. Throw the mask right on. Go yeah. inside. I'm gonna test the waters today. Yeah. Are you? Uh, where are you gonna? Where are you gonna test the waters? Home Depot. Home Depot. <sighs> a lot of dirty people in Home Depot. No, 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 no. I'm gonna test the waters by wearing my mask. Oh, by wearing your mask. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you were gonna you were gonna go no, without. No. no, 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 not yet. Oh, I I'm gotcha. I'm gonna wear my mask. I gotcha. And see if anyone says anything. I gotcha. I didn't mean to say that people shop at Home Depot are dirty. No, 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 no. <laughs> that includes you. I know. I'm there all the time. I was there the other day. We were there yesterday. I got to yeah, go back today. I know. I know. I know. I know. Yeah, I know. So no masks. So uh, do what you got to do, I guess. Yeah. They even yeah. took down the the, plax- the pexiglass between the treadmills at the gym. Yeah. Those aren't there anymore. Well, why, why do both? Why not keep the plexiglass and just say don't no mask? Why, why get rid of the masks and the plexiglass? Make it the way it was, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but COVID's not over. Well, no, but it ruins the selfies. It does. You're right, more. <laughs> we, we, yeah, you're right. We've been in terrible selfie world for for a while <laughs> it's now. True. Welcome back. Damn I don't, I don't, pandemic. You know what? I don't even notice them anymore. Like we have them in here. Yeah. I don't even notice them anymore. The plexiglass. Yeah. Mean? Yeah. No, me neither. It's I'm just, happy they're there. It's just so normal. Doesn't, it doesn't bother me anymore. I'll tell you where I'm not going to be. Um, uh. When you go to the liquor store, mm-hmm. they have that plexiglass up, right? For between, you to put, put your hand through between you and the the person you pay, mm-hmm. and you put your hand through this little hole, <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, and then you tap the machine to pay. Yeah, right. But at the beginning of my transaction, I'm at the end of the thing to put my drinks on the on the on the counter, yeah. right? And you have to put it on the X. I learned that the hard way. Put it on the X, sir. Put it on the X, sir. Put it on the X, sir. I, I was six inches away from the X. Okay, so I slid Always it forward. Are. Slid it forward with eye contact. You know what that means, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Here you go. Uh-huh. Okay, that's six inches. Enjoy. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. So, uh, so there's no, there's no glass. You can't laugh at that more. You, okay. you never I was just going to say life. that's yeah, it. That's yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> sure. sure. <laughs> Okay, whatever, donkey. (laughs) Um, Okay, so at the beginning of the transaction, okay, Uh uh, there's no glass between the two of us, okay? okay? And then I push it because I'm at the end. And then I have to stand in front of the glass, and I got to reach my hand in the hole uh, to tap. And then as soon as my (laughs) transaction is done, I go to the end of the glass where they then walk to the end of the glass. Again, there's no glass between us where they pack up my stuff and ask me if I want a receipt. Sure. So for one-third of my entire transaction, there's plexiglass between us. Right. Okay. That's the kind of stuff that makes no sense to me. Okay. Right? That's what I that's what I don't get. That's the sort of silliness of all of this. 
It's like, what's his name? Who's the guy that plays for Brooklyn? That basketball player. Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. Do you see this nonsense? Mm -hmm. So Kyrie Irving, not allowed to play basketball, okay, Uh because he's not vaccinated. So he's not allowed on the team to play. He was allowed to buy a ticket and go to the game and sit behind the team with no mask on. Which is weird. In the arena. That was last week, right? Yeah, correct. He's not allowed he's not allowed to play home games for the right, Brooklyn. Yeah, Nets. he's not allowed to play home. He's yeah. not allowed to play in that arena. Yeah. But, but he's he can, allowed to go to the game with no mask on and sit there. And then after the game, he's allowed to hug all his buddies. Yeah. Good game, guys. Right? Yeah. It's so ridiculous. Anyway, so uh no masks today. And um, six inches from the X. It's and it's six inches from the X. You're right, Maury. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, no mask today, and uh, you're going to continue to wear one, Mocha. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. will most likely continue to wear one because it's why just not? Ha- it's just habit now. It is just habit. Um, although my masks are all mangy and dirty, uh, so I may have to invest in new ones if I'm going to continue wearing masks. Um, <laughs> be safe, everybody. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. How was your first day out and about yesterday with uh, mask mandates? being lifted so i went to the grocery store uh-huh. and i would say about 80 percent of the people in the grocery store were still wearing a mask yeah uh i will say that the people who i saw who were not wearing a mask were that sort of 32 28 to like 35 i would guess uh year old women mm-hmm. and i saw three of them in a row in one aisle and two of them had like brand new lips. Oh, really? <laughs> like brand new. Like, pl- like you like, could tell? Like, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah. newly plumped, right? Uh-huh. Like, ready. Oh, ready. Ready for the world to see. <laughs> Mask off. <laughs> it was awesome. Right? Yeah. Lips was, on. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was actually kind of, it was actually kind of great. But no, I, uh, and when I, and it was weird because normally at that time I go to the grocery store, it's, it's quite empty, but it, something, I don't know what was going on, but as I was walking in, there was like five other people also walking in at the exact same time as me yeah. and everybody just threw their mask on before they went in. Now I did see, you know, there was a good number of people who, you know, were in the store where the mask was around their chin, <laughs> saw a lot of noses sticking out. We call that the Mori. Yeah, right. Like there was a lot of that going on. What were you saying, I forgot, I forgot that yeah. the mask thing happened and I was in a store and reported to the manager of the store that someone wasn't wearing a mask. You, no, you what are you doing? I what? forgot and I'm like, there's people in Wait the Wait a second. Are you, the, are you the, the, the complain to people that somebody's not wearing a mask? I was, and... How many times have you done that over COVID? Oh, lots. Really? Yeah. Why? Why? Why are you snitching like that? Because I don't want to be in a store with somebody who's not wearing... Yo, I don't drink your water. Something. Mind your business, fam. I yeah. But, so I forgot. So, so I what made, But what made sad Sunday different from Monday then? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, are you fine now? No, I'm fine. Yeah, for sure. Okay. But this was okay. yesterday. I reported No, no, no. I, I, get, I get it. But on Sunday, if you went into a store and somebody wasn't wearing a mask, you would have snitched. Yes. But on Monday, it's okay. No, I snitched. No, I know, but in, in, but really, it is okay though. It is. You just I forgot. forgot. I forgot. Right. So because you're just so used to snitching. I'm, exactly. Right? I'm yeah. so used okay. to. But, and but I and I saw it, and I'm like, oh my god. Okay, but here's the ridiculousness in you, Maury. Okay. On Sunday, if you went into a store and saw somebody without wearing a mask, okay, mm-hmm. you would have snitched. Yes. On Monday, when we don't have to wear masks, you wouldn't have snitched. So what? This is the ridiculousness of it all. Why are you snitching in the first place? What made Sunday different from Monday? Rules. Oh, look at you. 
rules. I don't want to catch them. I have to look out for your health. So, did but so, you... but as of but as of yesterday, you can't now. Is that the deal? Uh, no, you can't snitch. No, you can't catch it. Oh no, no, you can't. I oh. wore my mask. Okay, good. So, did you have to like? source out the manager like you have to go speak to an employee and say may i speak to your manager yeah or were you automatically like you found no like, i went you to have the that, counter and i'm like i need to speak to the manager like you have that karen instinct inside of you <gasps> I, i'm a karen and damn it karen mm. and you went and spoke to an employee and did you tell the employee i need to speak to your manager for like a specific reason or you just said hey i'd like to speak to your manager i said where's the manager and she pointed to the guy she goes he's right over there i'm like awesome and i went over i'm like there are people in that aisle not wearing masks and he said, they're allowed to today. And I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, oops. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What were you going to say, Sham? I was going to say, uh, the, I also went to the grocery store yesterday, and yeah. the people that I saw not wearing masks were workers, which, which kind of surprised me yeah. a little bit. Yeah, I went to, the only place I went to yesterday was Home Depot. And what what's what Home Depot like? Every single employee masked up. All of them? Yep. Really, huh? And at the time that I went, it was actually pretty busy. It was like 11.15 in the morning. And it was still pretty busy, right? Right, yeah. I only saw two people without a mask. Really? Yeah, everybody else in there were all masked up. And I don't know if it, including me, yeah. and I don't know if it was just like out of habit. Sure. Right? We're just used to it. Yeah. You hop out of the car, yeah. throw your mask on, you go into the store. Yeah. Right? Could have been a habit. One of the people that I saw, it was... Uh, a man and his wife, and the wife was wearing a mask. He was not. Yeah. And then another person, it was just like a solo dude just walking through the lumber aisle. I think there's a lot of people that are just going to throw the mask on because they don't want to be hassled by people like Maury. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I'll get like, used to it yeah. again. It's just very weird. Yeah. For two years, we were, you, you would have to wear a mask. So to see somebody not is very shocking. Right. Well, it wasn't two years because you remember COVID was around a long time and we weren't wearing masks. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden we were. And now we're like terrified again, right? And you got like now I have to watch, now I have to look out for how I look. What now? You, now? <laughs> so he's gonna comment so, on my nose. What do you mean comment on your nose? What does that even mean? Your comment on my out. nose. You never wear your mask properly anyway. That huge no nosey or sticks Maury, way Maury, out. Maury sent me a picture of his dog last night. Uh, for what? Just a picture of his dog, uh -huh. and, and Maury just wrote me. He's got my nose. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at the picture and I was like, he actually does. Oh, no, you got to take that dog to the doctor, bro. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Roz and Mocha's Hell of a Story. Welcome to Roz and Mocha's Hell of a Story, Heidi. Oh, my goodness. How are you guys? Good, good. So when did your Hell of a Story take place? Uh, well, our story, well, my story, my family story took place, uh, it was the August long weekend in 2015. And we were just leaving... Um, Kincard and we had spent the weekend with friends and uh, had a wonderful time and just as we're leaving town we were um, maybe a couple minutes into our drive I looked out the passenger side mirror and was shocked to see how the sky had changed behind us over the lake it was as if it was midnight meanwhile up ahead uh, the sky was clear the sun was even still out so we thought okay well good thing we're kind of leaving town now to get home mm -hmm. and uh, a few who's minutes who's with you? Who's with you in the car? Oh, it's uh, myself, my husband, and our daughter. How old so was your daughter was, at the time? She was nine. Okay. So she's just in the backseat, you know, watching watching a movie. And uh, a few minutes into our drive, I look out the my side of the window, and I can see in the distance. I'm like, uh, what the hell is that way way in the distance? And it looked like 
uh, this massive storm cell with what appears to be a funnel cloud on the left-hand side of it. Oh, no, like a tornado it, building? Like a tornado building, yeah. Okay. And yeah, it's and it's and go it's going in which direction? It's coming towards you or it's going away it's, from you? It's it's making it's making its way sort of towards towards the direction that we're driving. What kind of road are you guys on right now? Like a highway or no? It's a highway. It's the only highway out of town. It's a two-lane highway. Oh, okay. One of those highways. And so we're on this two-lane highway and unfortunately as I'm as I see this thing we're actually in the middle of open field farmland at this point oh god goodness (laughs) so as we're we're driving and we literally are approaching a curve in the road and by the time we reach around this bend we are hit with such force that our car was pushed almost levitated off to the left hand side so we're pushed into the lane of oncoming traffic we had no idea if anyone was coming because the rain and the darkness and the wind was was so loud, was so bad, we couldn't see a thing. It was as if you were in the car wash at the time. Like, you were just completely blinded. So, Heidi, are you guys at this point now inside of a tornado? Could you even see, like, what was going on? You couldn't see anything. We couldn't, you, the wipers weren't even working. Like, nothing. You were just, we were just... Oh, jeez completely engulfed in in rain and there's debris hitting the car tree branches you can just hear the pinging of of rocks and stuff so i'm yelling at my husband well not yelling i mean i was screaming at him you know oh my god trying you know he's trying to get a hold of the get control of the car our daughter's freaking out in the back oh no so he's trying to move the car back over to the right because we know okay obviously we're, we're we're in the wrong lane we don't know if anyone's coming towards us and um, he was able to get the car back over enough to feel, we could feel that there was gravel <laughs> underneath us. So we're like, okay, so God. we're on the shoulder. This is great. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, just stop the car at this point and let's just, you know, hopefully we can see something soon. So just as this is happening, then the radio gets interrupted with the emergency broadcast announcement saying, you know, take shelter immediately. There's tornadic activity oh, in God. the area. <sighs> and we're like... Well, no kidding. Um, a little too late. So there's nothing around you at all right now. You guys are open fields, country roads in the middle of a tornado. We're in, exactly. Okay. So we're on we're on the shoulder now, and the rain had started to seize just a little bit enough that we could actually use the wiper. So whatever had blown through had made it. This was it lasted maybe about ten to twelve seconds. So it's, it's made its way through. We can see a little bit up ahead. I can now see that there is a farm coming up on the right-hand side. We thought, let's just park between the silos. If something else was coming, we're kind of in a little makeshift shelter, and we can just sort of collect our thoughts there. I'm trembling. I'm crying. We're just sitting there in Aww. silence going, like, what the hell just happened? Our daughter's freaking out. What are you saying to your daughter at this point? Like, what's the conversation in the car? Is it just screaming or are you trying to be calm? Well, because we use the word tornado, um, my husband and I were like, did we just, was that just a tornado? And then she focused on that word and then that, you oh, know. no. Right, right, and it, right Well, right. And, and then it, it <laughs> I think it took her back to the time we went to Hollywood Studios and we were at the, uh, the Twister yeah ride did you did you pee i would have peed (laughs) well no because i was told that you know what we just wanted to get home and there'd be no stopping to use the bathroom oh no 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 i don't mean i don't mean stop to pee i just would have straight up peed if i had coughed my heart would have come out like it was (laughs) in my throat okay so you guys you guys in the middle of a tornado in a some stranger's farm parked between his two silos taking shelter correct and then what happened 
the radio came back on, started playing music, just giving some some other weather updates, and we're like, okay, let's just let's just go for it. Let's just drive home, get home. You know, it's normally three hours to get home, but yeah. we just took took our time, and it, you know, it was probably about five five and a half hours. What did the drive look like on the way home? Oh, it was just well, we had to go through a few few towns and. Um, they were littered with like tree branches, shingles, or like patio furniture. We were just so relieved to be home and just dropped our stuff, stood in the kitchen. We just hugged and then Jesus. had a really strong drink. Wow. <laughs> that is scary. I got to tell you, Heidi, when you first started telling this story and you were talking about looking behind you mm-hmm. where you had just come from and it was dark clouds and what you could see in front of you was nothing but clear skies. Mm-hmm. And then when you said that you looked out your window and you saw something in the distance, mm-hmm. I honestly thought that you were going to say, like, a spacecraft or something. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's where this story was going. You thought it was aliens? Yeah, I thought you were no. going to say something about, no. like, aliens. And- no. No, they almost died. Yeah, okay. They so- almost is what it uh, is what it was. Jeez, man, that is a hell of a story, Heidi. Yeah, damn. Thank Glad you. that your your family's a okay, and uh, thank you for sharing that story with us. Thank you. When you finish when you finished that strong rum and coke, did you make another? Well, you know, I think the first one. I don't really know if I even put that much coke in it, so it was pretty. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Thanks, Heidi. Thanks, guys. You got Take it. Bye bye. Take care. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Remember that guy, uh, Nathan Apodaca from California, who like two years ago, he was on the longboard on the streets. Oh, drinking, the Fleetwood Mac guy. The, the, the cranberry, cranberry juice. juice. Listening to Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, that guy. Sure. Uh, so he's back at it again. Oh, what's he doing now? He's rapping with Snoop Dogg. Really? <laughs> yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah. He's got like a super like the tiniest verse ever. Oh, okay. okay? Yeah, in yeah, this yeah. song. All right, hit me. From this artist out of LA named Clipso. And the song is called Lowrider. You'll recognize the tune. And um, I guess the song's about smoking weed and stuff. So they won't release the full music video, full song until... 420? <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. So they released this teaser. We ain't got no Pretty much all he does. Wait, wait a second. What was which guy was him? That's him. This right guy here. right here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Snoop Dogg comes in. Hold on, I'll play it again. Who's this? This is Fleetwood Mac guy. Okay. Okay. Cranberry juice guy. God, Snoop is just so like low key with everything. Huh? Yeah, he does. You know how much Snoop got paid for this appearance? Is, so wait a second. Is it this isn't a Snoop? What is this for? No, no, no. This is just like another artist oh. that then got Nathan Apodaca, the yeah, Ocean and, Spray guy, and Snoop and Snoop to be featured on his song. What did he pay Snoop? Hundred grand. Yeah, really, huh? Yeah, for well, probably like twenty seconds well, on the track. Well, that's you know you gotta you want Snoop you gotta pay for Snoop that right? That seems low. Yeah. 
Yeah, you want Snoop, you got to pay for Snoop. No, I thought, he was, I thought he would have been paid more. Well, he probably charges more, like, depending on, on no, how that long to me, that, to me, that to me sounds about right. hundred grand? From Snoop, right? So then how much would he have made to do the Skip the Dishes song? Oh, oh, my God. Skip money Skip? is different than, like, yeah. you know, That's sound, a whole SoundCloud league. producer money, yeah. <laughs> right? Big time. Big time. Yeah, no, 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 no. You you charge, you charge different people that. different things, right? Like, who's this artist that put this song together? Anybody Maybe. know who he is? Clipso. I've okay. never heard never of him heard until of him. this. So, so Snoop is not charging Clipso Skip the Dishes money, right? Like that, like, he under you understand the game. You know, if you want to jump on this song with Nathan Apodaca, the, 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 the cranberry juice guy from TikTok, you know, it does Snoop some good it gets him a little bit of clout it gets his name out there it goes a little bit viral everything else ah you're gonna throw me a hundred grand i'll mm-hmm. do it no problem right it's 20 minutes out of my life and i'm gonna have some fun and maybe get some good you know and tiktok they, mileage out of this and they shot the music video part of it yeah. was like at snoop's place like his compound sure yeah right yeah so he's making a hundred grand for i guess access to my property yeah but then also you get me for let's say 20 seconds on your song somebody was telling me that snoop's place in la isn't in a very good neighborhood at all oh really <laughs> like, no like he's he's got all that money but like apparently snoop's place isn't like it's well, not, maybe he got more land for it's, less buck it's not in the most desirable neighborhood really <laughs> yeah yeah but like i guess he's, he's still... fine because he's snoop right yeah of course yeah like he doesn't have to worry about stuff but uh but yeah snoop doesn't live in like he's not uh, out in like malibu and calabasas and like everybody else is like oh, he's still he's still kicking He's like still in the streets. Yeah, yeah, well, again, yeah. I when guess. you're Snoop, no one's gonna mess with you. No, 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 not at all. Uh, so when does that song come out? Is so it on, out on 420? Oh, 420, right? Of course. <laughs> yes. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. How's everybody doing? How you doing, Maury? I'm awesome. How are you? Yeah, good. Shem? Always good, man. Yeah, yeah lovely. Man. Mocha? I'm great. Yeah. I thought my house was gonna blow down last night, man. Blow down? Yeah. Or blow up? Blow down. That what? wind. wind. Oh, holy uh, hell. I slept through all of that. Really? Mm-hmm. Jesus. I, craw- I crawled into bed. Guys. What time did you it go to bed last 6 night? PM, what time did you go to bed last I know. night? So I heard the wind. Okay. And maybe it lulled me to sleep. What time did you go to bed? I crawled into bed at 7.15. 7.15? And my windows were rattling a little bit because of the wind. And then done. Really? Yeah. You did know, not wake up. You at know, all. I closed my computer for the day from working from stuff that I had to do. Yeah. At seven forty-five last night. Oh, I was REM sleep. I was working, dreaming. You were, yeah. You were, you were. No, dead. but here's, I know. But here's the thing, though, because you have two jobs, right? Yeah. So throughout the day, you're doing ET Canada stuff. Yeah, and then I had more stuff to do when I got home. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, whereas for me, when I leave here and I get home. I continue to do some work stuff. Right. Which is why I can go to bed at 7.15. 7.15. <laughs> Jesus. I didn't, even, I didn't even get to watch any of the hockey game to watch them in the, the Leafs in their New Jersey. Okay, I watched that last night, uh-huh. right? Oh, God. So it was Gen Z night, right? On, yeah. Where everything was catered to the young people. Right? Yeah. was there. Yeah, well, Bieber designed the because new jerseys. Because he's the one that, yeah, did the right? new jerseys. Mm. So everything, and they kept saying. 200 bucks for those jerseys, and huh? They, they kept saying, hey, it's Gen Z night, it's Gen Z night. And then anytime anybody would talk about the, the jerseys, it was the funniest thing in the world because you had all the anchors sitting there talking about it. And every single one of them was like, you know what? Not everything has to be for you. This is for the young people, <laughs> right? Everybody had that oh, same God. opinion. Nobody wanted to say, oh, my God, these things are so ugly and they look terrible on television. So the only thing anybody was saying was not listen I mean, we're doing gen z night right that's what we're doing it the gen z's are into this how come i didn't not, get the invite not, to gen not, z night? not everything not everything's for you you know what they say not everything's for you and uh and they kept justifying the 
like the the awfulness of the jerseys as you're just too old to think they're cool. Um, am I the everything, only one everything. that likes the jersey? Oh, they're they're but they look terrible on television. Oh, it was see, awful. I was fast asleep. I didn't it was see. they were awful. It's it's black with dark blue and yeah, the, love the it. and the numbers on the back are just a white outline of the number. Yeah, like love you it. couldn't see anything on TV. On okay. TV, like it was it was awful. Like awful, Isn't awful, awful. In the middle, yellow, like his Drew logo. No, that's, that's the, a, that's, that's, the, the other, that's the other, reverse other side. side. Did you see the jerseys? Right? Or? Also, yeah, it's a reversey thing. Yeah. Also, because yeah, Ross just said it. <laughs> yeah. Also, you cannot put the Toronto Maple Leafs in Boston colors. No, definitely Ooh. not. That's why right? it's reverse. It's a re- reversible. You, you so it's on the inside. Do, you do not do that. You do not put black and yellow on the Leafs. Thank you. Because as soon as I saw the design, right? Yeah. I was like, I'm digging the the black version. Yeah. Black and blue. It's awful, with the white the outline. Um but I wasn't feeling the color scheme because as soon as I saw when it was reversed, yeah. the black and yellow, immediately in my mind, I'm like, that's so Bruins. It's so Bruins. Do you think it's this was so already Bruins. in the works or did they jump on Bieber after the success of Tim Hortons? No, uh, I think this was in the works for a while. No, I think they jumped on Bieber after the success of Tim oh, Hortons. Oh, really? All yeah. of the, all of the um, yeah. I guess the Tim Biebs clothing and stuff looked very similar to what he did with the Leafs. Yeah. Now, now that said, I'm sure that they've wanted to work with Bieber for a while and just wanted to make sure that fans were in the building and all of this stuff, right? Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm sure that probably both deals were going on around the same time, but I'm sure that they were sort of reinforced that they made the right decision to work with Justin Bieber after the Tim Hortons thing. But did you guys see a couple of weeks ago, Bieber posted a photo and he was wearing that same Leafs jersey, but right. not the the in, not the, the, the black and yellow one, one oh. uh, side. It was the... The ugly black and blue side? Right. Yeah. And people were like, is there a new Leafs jersey coming out? Like, did Justin Bieber just spoil the fact that the Leafs are getting a new jersey? Right. Because this was like two, three weeks ago that he posted on social. Yeah. Huh, and, interesting. And, and then when I saw the, the press release for the jerseys... Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that's the same one. No, Mocha's mm-hmm. right. Like, ever, there were headlines like uh, Justin Bieber leaks New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure that that's deliberate too, though, right? Bucks, though. It's deliberate. How much does a normal one cost? I don't even know. One hundred and forty-eight dollars. <laughs> but it depends on the brand. It depends. It depends. Yeah, so it's not. I much almost. Different. Yeah. I almost. Yeah, but you got you got to pay that premium because they paid a premium to get them, I know. right? I almost sprung for. For the ugly, the, the black and blue one? Yeah. Really? Yeah. When would Oof. you wear that? Oof. I'd wear it all the time. Oof. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. But, and, the, and the funny thing was, so it was Giordano's first game in Toronto last night, Oh, right? I know. And what, and, what an evasion, right? Bro, but the best part was, again, going back to the fact that uh, everybody on that panel and in the broadcast team last night kept having to justify their absolute hatred for the jersey right. by saying it's just not for us it's for the young people it's for the young people they're the one with all the taste um the best was any time that they would interview giordano they it was his first game as a leaf right yeah, yeah, coming yeah. back home the team he grew up with everything else and they kept saying so you know what was it like to finally put on the blue and white i mean not tonight because you know we're doing a special <laughs> thing for the kids oh, tonight no. and it's not blue and white but you know what i mean <laughs> the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast yo did you hear this i don't want to get i want to get the the joe jonas um do the theatrical quote-unquote version of all-star by smash mouth no so he was on the tonight tonight show first of all when are we all going to recognize because i know people like to goof on smash mouth and all-star okay Mm -hmm. 
it's just one of those songs that nobody really takes seriously or considers it to be in any kind of category of legendary track. And normally when people do it, it always comes off as a goof. But at some point, with the amount of people that have done different versions of this song, at what point do we start thinking about maybe All-Star by Smash Mouth needs to legitimately be in a category of legendary songs? I thought we already agreed that this was a legendary song. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. But it's not. People do it as a goof. Right? People do it as a goof. Nobody does nobody does an interview talking about the actual brilliance of this as a pop song. Nobody does. They all just do it as a goof. Right? And then everybody loves it and they all clap. Oh my God, it's Smash Mouth by It's All Star by Smash Mouth. Yeah. It's always a goof, but nobody has put this in any sort of legitimate conversation about the brilliance of it and being a legitimate legendary pop song. That's not a joke. That's actually brilliant. I love this song so much. What are your thoughts, Shem? It's a, it's a, you know what? I'm with you. You always talk about songs in like major keys. Yeah. Love this song for that. But I think the reason people goof on it is because this song really represents that age in like the early 2000s and 90s with that super nasally uh, sound. It really represents that era of music in, in such a way, but it's brilliant. But it's people, people look at this song as the same way that they look at um, Who Let the Dogs Out. Where it's a novelty. novelty. Yeah. It's a novelty song. Yeah. And I don't think it's in that same category. I think that this is in a different category. I think I've this never is heard anyone describe it that way. I've always thought that people, maybe because I enjoy the song so much, I've always thought that people treated this as a classic. Oh, and especially no, since no, 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 no. since the popularity of uh, that it that boost that it got when it was in track. Well, right? that, well that's, that's another reason that people demean the song because it then becomes about children's entertainment, mm-hmm. which puts it even farther outside of the category of legitimate pop song. Well, I don't care so, what anyone says. I'll I fight agree you. with you. Well, well, I'm, I'm on your team with this. So uh, Joe Jonas was on The Tonight Show mm-hmm. and... Um, he was asked to do a the- like all star, but only in a sort of theatrical uh, performance. So much to do, so much to see. So what's wrong with uh, taking the back streets? You never know if you don't go. You never shine if you don't glow. Hey now, you're the star. Get your game on, go play. Hey now, you're the rock star. Get the show on, get paid. I'll say started off a bit shaky, started off a bit shaky, but that end though. Wow. Wow. Yes. Right? He Whole like he, new he, pulled, level. he pulled it off at the end. Yo, look yeah. who's the all-star now. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. All right, here we are. Y'all. Here, here we are, y'all. I like that. Uh hey Mocha. Uh-huh. You ready? Yeah. Let's do the news. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. News break. 
Uh, oh, let's start with uh, Channing Tatum, who's uh, in a brand new movie with Sandra Bullock. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for that. What's that movie called again? What's it called? Uh, the Lost City? The Lost City. Thank I'm you. seeing it today. Are you? Yeah, I can't wait to see that. Uh, so Channing Tatum talking. Is that the one where he shows his butt to yeah. Sandra Bullock or something? and his other things. Spoiler alert. Uh, it's in the trailer. Um <laughs> <laughs> So he's talking, to the, he's talking to the New York Times about uh, the third Magic Mike. And I didn't know that Steven Soderbergh was back doing the third Magic Mike. That's going to be great. Uh, Channing Tatum described this as we're kind of swinging from the fences here. There never needs to be another stripper movie after this one. We're trying to do a fish out of water story where it's a reverse role pretty woman story that what? ends up with a lot of dancing in it. What? So, but like based on the like kind of like the movie Pretty Woman. So uh, yeah. So I guess like he will be the the one that gets hired. The one that gets maybe hired, or the rich lady takes him. I think that's under more her of the wing. Way. That that makes and sense. he's the sort of fish out of water where people don't take the stripper seriously, mm-hmm. as opposed to nobody respects. Uh, Vivian in Pretty Woman. You know what I mean? Like and then, I, like the lady like. He goes shopping for new thongs. Big mistake. (laughs) Huge. Huge. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I'm here for that, though. (laughs) I'm a-okay with that. Whatever the plot is, we'll love it. And uh, speaking of, Sandra Bullock uh, doing an interview with CBS Sunday Morning talking about how after this, and I think she has one other project Uh uh, on the go, she is going to be taking a break. And uh, So listen to Sandra, and then we'll come back and talk about exactly how long that could break could be. I can be creative, I can be part of a community. But right now, work in front of the camera needs to take a pause. For how long? I don't know. I don't know, until I don't feel like I feel now when I'm in front of a camera. Which is? I wanna be at home. Hmm. I'm not doing anyone any favors who's investing in a project if I'm saying I just wanna be at home. Because I was always running. I was always running to the next thing. I just wanna be present and responsible for one thing so you knew shooting this movie yeah. this is going to be the last one yeah, for a while yeah and i don't know what a while is i don't know what that is so she had said also in the interview that she was going to maybe when the kids are like 15 16 17 she'll come back and start doing movies again well her kids are 9 and 11 right now yeah maybe so, she's just so, tired so that's a long time i think how old is she she's not she's like how old 52? find out how old sandra bullock is i didn't think it was at 53 yeah um uh, 57. 57. Is she really? Yeah, wow. 57. Um, I think that COVID did a lot of things for a lot of people. And I mm-hmm. think that part of it was you realize how much you were not around. Sure. And I think that this is one of those things where when everything shut down, everybody was forced to just sit. And yeah, she's back working again and, and, and everything else. But it, 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 it it put a mirror up to your face when it comes to your family about just how not present you are. Yeah. And stepping away, Sandra Bullock can step away and then come back and still be Sandra Bullock. But oh, but, the, but the time she's talking about, like this isn't like a Ryan Reynolds kind of, I'm taking a sabbatical and then I immediately announced Deadpool 3. Mm-hmm. You know, S- Sandra Bullock's talking years. Like yeah. you, like we're talking five, six, so maybe long. seven years. Yep. Uh, which I think is dynamite. I think that she's sort of earned it and she doesn't owe anybody anything. And all those people in her organization at the film companies who make a ton of money off her, 
Uh, well, they can get bent for a little while. Well, maybe she, goes she could off just and do local thing. theater or something. She, maybe she can know. Do you ever, you ever no. been to a rehearsal for local theater more? I know, but it's just I'd rather, street, right? I'd like rather she, do you know? an Ocean's movie yeah. than, than local theater. You, like, oh my God, dress rehearsal on a Wednesday afternoon? No. <laughs> Hell no. When she says she's stepping away, she yeah. is like just going to be she, Sandra. Exactly. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Oh, Pete Davidson, uh, no longer going to space. So Blue Origin said yesterday that be- they had to delay their mission. So the mission was originally March 23rd. They had to move it to March 29th. And uh, with that shift, not saying that that's the reason for the for the for Pete Davidson not going, but they did shift the date. And the company said that that means that SNL's Pete Davidson quote is no longer able to join the NS20 crew on this mission. Uh, the company did say they will announce Pete's replacement in the coming days. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did not disclose the ticket price for paying passengers. So is this because maybe it worked into his schedule? That he's he filming could go? a horror movie right now. God, could you imagine? Like, oh, there's a no. lot of things. There's a lot of ways work screws you out of like real cool stuff. Like, oh, I can't get the day off. I got to work. Yeah. Could you imagine and not not being able to go to space because you got to go into work? Could you imagine that, bro? Okay, not on the same level. Yeah. But to this day, I still think about how work prevented me from attending an event. That I had been looking forward to and then ended up being monumental. What event? WrestleMania 18. (laughs) Come on. Not the same thing. In Toronto, where the main event was the Rock and Hulk Hogan. Yesterday was the 20th anniversary of that event. Same. Same. And I got tickets, yeah. and I had to work that day. To me, it's the same, and I damn gave, it. I gave those tickets to my sisters. You did? I gave them to my sisters, who oh then went. Oh, my God. And I remember, like, the WWE had sent me the tickets. They had sent me, like, a T-shirt, like, a, this promotional no! package. For, yeah. Uh, and I still have I still have the T-shirt at home. And, like, every year on the date, the anniversary of that historical match. Yeah. So I I feel, I know what Pete Davidson's going through. I'm telling you, I I hope that over the weekend, Pete Davidson reactivates his Instagram just so you can DM him, same girl, same. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Pete Davidson not going to space on Blue Origin. The flight, uh, the, the the rocket was supposed to take off on March 23rd. It is now being pushed to March 29th. So I guess that has something to do with it. Uh, the people at Blue Origin had said that um, Pete Davidson is no longer able to join the crew on this mission. They will announce his replacement in the coming days. Now, one thing that Pete Davidson did say during all those texts that were going back and forth between uh, uh, Pete and Kanye that were released earlier in the week, everybody focused on the selfie in bed when Kanye was like, where are you right now? And Pete said, in bed with your wife. And then he sent him the picture. There was another part of that where Pete at the end was talking about how he has prevented jokes from being told. Now, whether that's on SNL or friends in stand-up or whatever it is, but Pete had said he's doing his part by telling people not to goof on this and on Kanye and mm-hmm. on the, the custody stuff it's a and, very every, easy and everything thing. else. For, for people who work at SNL, right. it's a very easy thing to write and then perform. I don't think that Pete Davidson should have that kind of power on that show. Um, but anyway, so with that, Chris Redd from SNL is doing an interview on the uh, Jesse Cagle show on Sirius XM talking about how he is sitting on like a like chest full of Kanye jokes that he hasn't told yet. Listen to this. Well, when it comes to, when it comes to yay, I'm always like 
of the mind that I I I'll make fun. Look, I, I I was raised joking. You clown. You 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 clown people. That's kind of how we come up. We and me and she from the same place. We know the same people. But at the, at the same time, uh, there is a there is a, a serious layer to that to that situation that I just won't make fun of. Like I'm not making fun of his mental health. You know, I have my right. mental health issues myself, so I'm very aware of those things. And and I never come from that place of making fun of that specifically. Um, his irresponsibility of it is what I make fun of, but like, uh, and his ego, but it's not, it's never, it's never those things. And then when it comes to like, I mean, I've been on the phone with, with like our mutual friends and, and, and when it get, when it's gotten, you know, when it's gotten like really public and tight, it's just better not to like put your friend in a, a, in a weird situation by like, by antagonizing a situation more than you need to. But you know, I'm I'm really I'm really tired of sitting on these jokes though. So I hope they figure that out soon because I ain't got nothing to do with none of this. So, so like, you're like, leave me out of this, right? Yeah, man. So you know, I think Pete's handling it well, and uh, you know, he's starting to talk again, and um, and he's and he's handling that well. So I think these jokes are gonna start flying soon. Uh-oh. It's tough though because where when you talk about Kanye and and wanting to joke you know about his ego but not about his mental health when it's Kanye West where do you draw that line like where does mental health stop and ego begin and vice versa like but it hasn't stopped them before from making pe- fun of other people well I know no, I but know. I, I think it's different when you that fine line between especially when it's Kanye and the talk of mental health well and also no i think the difference up, is, right? is this time it's involving somebody on their actual cast no no it's a difference is that he is the, the question is do you want to be poking light at somebody who is legitimately harassing their ex-wife mm-hmm. yeah i don't know i feel like kanye weaponizes a lot right now he's weaponizing sure. mental health he's weaponizing fatherhood he's weaponizing all of that stuff right now right he he's he's perfectly comfortable going online threatening people doing all sorts of different things the second he gets a little bit of heat thrown his mm-hmm. way all of a sudden he's upset so yeah. i don't know yeah calling trevor noah that thing uh, yeah. oh trevor my god noah, right yeah. right the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast uh, Ed Sheeran, what the hell is Ed Sheeran up to? So Ed do Sheeran mean? doing an interview, and he has some sort of mystery project in the works, and I don't know what this is. So listen to Ed Sheeran the way that he talks about this, and then I want to get your thoughts on it. I've got something else that's a bit more of a curveball. We've got the first thing of it dropping in 10 days. I don't think it's going to be a massive hit in New Zealand, though. I've got to be honest. It's more going to be a big hit somewhere else. When you hear it, you'll, you'll understand. You'll be like, yeah. Okay, so what does that mean? Collaboration. Yeah, but why, why wouldn't it be a hit in New Zealand? It would be a hit somewhere else. Uh-huh. It's like, like sharing. It. Wait, he like said... it's a type of, type of genre of music that New Zealanders don't like. Yeah, that's what it sounds like to me. Like, what's he doing? Like country? Is he teaming up with a country artist? Well, there's no, there's the, there's like some heavy metal band that teased something with Ed Sheeran. Really? Oh, yeah. oh Ed Sheeran and heavy metal? Yeah. Hold I'm on. Yeah, yeah, hold on. Just wait. Here. Uh, I'm here for that. Really? Yes. Yeah. I'd what love to hear Ed Sheeran like? and that okay. beautiful voice hold on, on a heavy metal on, song. Are you on, kidding now. me? Hold on now. Of course. Let me hear that range, son. Hold on now. Give me one second so, here. Like, is it Ed Sheeran? It's a like, band just, just wait, 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 Maury. Wait, 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 wait. Give, give me one second here. Give me one second. Detective Roz Weston. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, just give me a sec. Just give me a sec, Maury. Just give me a sec. Um, okay, hold on here. Let me read you this headline from NME Magazine. Okay. 
Cradle of Filth are looking at, quote, some options for their Ed Sheeran collaboration. Cradle of Filth? Yeah. Okay. Never now, heard of them. Now, do me, well, okay, do me a favor. Google right now uh, Cradle of Filth and take a look at what these guys look like. Have you Googled this band yet, Maury? I'm going to do it right now. Deepa? Cradle no, of I've never heard Shem? Of I have. Okay, hold on. Cradle of Filth oh and Images. Oh, no. <laughs> no. no, 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 no. I swear to God, I've seen these guys in a nightmare I had recently. <laughs> this could be perfect. No way. These look like, they look like villains in a Marvel movie. Yeah. So the unlikely pairing was first kicked around last summer after Ed Sheeran said that he was, quote, really into death metal as a kid, adding, I listened to Cradle of Filth and Slipknot and all that stuff. And then Cradle of Filth subsequently revealed that he and Ed Sheeran had been in touch about a potential collaboration and that he was also a massive fan. Hold on. Yeah. This could be really awesome. Cradle of Filth. I don't yeah. recommend you playing any right now. Why? No. More, oh, sh- oh, Why? Man, Is it bad? A- it's gonna seven demons. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deepa would literally burst into flames <laughs> if we played if we played Cradle of Filth. Anyway, so that's what it's looking like it might be. We might we might get an Ed Sheeran Cradle of Filth collaboration. And uh, by the way, the, the lead singer of Cradle of Filth is a guy named Danny Filth. <laughs> in case you're wondering. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Ed Sheeran's gotta do this. He's got to do this. This could be awesome. (laughs) This is the band, if you're just joining us right now, this is Cradle of Filth. This is the band that Ed Sheeran's reportedly doing a collaboration with. Yo, I am absolutely here for it. He was a huge fan when he was a kid. Damn. (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Trevor Noah, uh, host of the Grammy Awards, has issued a statement about Kanye West being barred from performing at the Mm. Grammys. Uh, so after news broke that uh, Kanye's performance had been axed because of, quote, concerning online behavior. This is uh, after he was suspended from Instagram for 24 hours after uh, throwing a racial slur at Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah simply wrote, uh, I said, counsel Kanye, not cancel Kanye, is mm. what he had said. And a uh, source close to Trevor Noah, though, however, um, reiterated that Trevor never asked the Grammys to ban Kanye from performing. They said he was not offended by Kanye's Instagram post, and Trevor responded on Instagram. The notion that Trevor or his team asked the Grammys to ban Kanye is ridiculous. Uh, Somebody that is defending Kanye is The Game. Uh, The Game went on social media to say time and time again, they show us that they only want to steal the culture, not allow you to ever be their equals, is what he wrote. So, I didn't even know Kanye was going to be a performer. Yeah, because he's got like five nominations, right? Yeah, because last week when they announced a bunch of... It wasn't announced. He was supposed to be a secret. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't a big thing. Gotcha. They were going to because he wasn't included in that list. No. When it was like Billie Eilish and BTS and Brandi Carlile. Yeah, yeah. Which is interesting because it took using it took calling Trevor Noah what he called Trevor Noah for them to cancel, but not all the the other stuff that he's done. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like they still like uh, when they were planning out the Grammys, Kanye was still doing his thing with 
Kim and Pete Davidson and all of that stuff, but none of that bothered anybody. Yeah, it was only it was only when he uh, the host of the show. It was only when he called Trevor Noah what he called him. Yeah, maybe it's because he was the host of the show. I don't know. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Maury Povich, the Maury Show, coming to an end after more than thirty years on television, debuting back in nineteen ninety one. Uh, I believe it was 98 when everything turned around for Maury because in uh, 1998 is when Maury Povich did his very first paternity test on the show. You are not the father. (laughs) (laughs) And then, of course, had had dudes like dancing on stage and everything. You are the father. Also had dudes flipping out, crying on stage. (laughs) Today, we're going to be giving paternity tests to the men those mothers believe to be the fathers of their children. And by the end of this hour, no more doubts, no no more more accusations, just the hard truth. Here's the result. Dana, Sarah is your child. Uh, Maury Povich, by the way, 83 years old, will be retiring after the current season. And uh, this will be its final one. Original episodes will continue to air throughout September. Um, This after NBC Universal also axed uh, Judge Jerry. That was the new Jerry um, uh, Springer show. It's not Judge Jerry. I never heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. He had that for a while, but it's not a good time for daytime talk like this kind of talk. So they also canceled the good dish. Nick Cannon was canceled. And as we know, Wendy Williams being replaced by uh, Sherry Shepard. So mm. uh, a lot of lot of shows that uh, you've watched like for a long time. Not people aren't interested anymore. anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I think? think I think a lot of these have sort of run their course too, right? Like, you know, Maury's been doing this same thing since he was, you know, since 1991. The man is 83 years old, still doing. You know, you are the father. You yeah. are not the father. Stuff. Like at some point, Do you sit back and. Enjoy retirement? Enjoy retirement, man. Do you remember that one show they gave, um, well, there was two, from Jerry Springer, the security guard, Steve? Yes, yeah, Steve, they gave him his they own gave show. Him his own talk show. Yes. But also, from the boxing world, remember there was a, um, a referee, a bald-headed referee? Oh, Mills Lane. Yeah, yeah. Didn't yeah, because he, him... he was an actual judge, though. No, he wasn't. Was yes, he, really? he was. Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. Because they gave him his own show, Judge Mills Lane. <laughs> yes. I didn't know he was yes. a real judge. Yeah, 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 he was. He was an I actual... I thought it was just a gimmick that no. they... No, no, They came no, up with because no. he was like this famous referee in the boxing world. <laughs> no, he was an actual judge, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, the weekend was on The Simpsons uh, over the weekend. Hey, here's, here's his, thank you. Thank you. I tried real hard on that one. Uh, here's his appearance. Uh, he does a scene with Bart Simpson. Having a movie star dad, I don't really get to hang out with regular kids. With you, I can relax. You know, without having to redefine our generation's notion of relaxation. I guess I envy you. Isn't that something rich people say to poor people so they feel less guilty about being rich? Yes, but for the first time, I mean it. Wow. He really sounds like Michael Jackson there. Um, was that really him doing the voice? Yeah. Really, huh? Yeah. He now, was, like but he was playing a kid version of himself, right? Yeah, yeah Okay, yeah. okay. So not, yeah, because I was like, why is he doing that to us? I'm like, is that the, the weekend I guess, sounds? I guess that's what you're supposed I, to sound like when you right? try to pretend that you're a kid. Yeah. I guess that's how you do it. Can you play that back for me again, please? Having a movie star dad, I don't really get to hang out with regular kids. With you, I can relax, you know, without having to redefine our generation's notion of relaxation. I guess I envy you. Isn't that something rich people say to poor people so they feel less guilty about being rich? Yes, but for the first time, I mean it. 
Yeah, a like weird, it's a weird thing. It's a, a little whispery. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. It's because it still sounds like a man who's trying to who's trying to who's trying to bond with children. Yeah, well, right. Like is. you know what I mean. <laughs> like that's like the. Uh, how would you do that, Maureen? How would you do a kid voice as as the actor and voiceover uh, uh, professional in the room? Well, I would have done it a little bit differently. Okay, I would have gone. Hey, so like my uh, movie star dad. Mm-hmm. Continue. I'm waiting for a reaction. Okay. Uh, oh. <laughs> Continue. You're getting it. What, but what's the te- what, okay, but, but what's the technique that explain the explain like your thought process when doing a children's voice? Oh, like you a just have to voice. find the kid within you. Okay, and how do you do that though? You close your eyes and picture a child. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then that child sounds like what? Hey, so like my movie father dad. <laughs> Wow. Keep going, keep going. One more time. My movie father dad tells me that it's important. My to be- movie father dad. Okay. <laughs> Nailed it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Sean Mendez at South by Southwest. So first of all, he's sitting down doing an interview and he talks about the breakup with Camila Cabello leading into this new song that he performed. Really? So so here, here's uh, Sean Mendez talking about uh, what it's like to be on his own and then we'll come back and uh, we'll play a clip of the new song you performed. A lot of the thing that also like is resonating in the lyric for me is like, oh, you don't realize like when you're like breaking up with someone you like think it's the right thing. It's like you don't realize all comes after it like which is like who do i call when i'm like in a panic attack who do i call when i'm like on the edge like, like that. you know and like i think that's the reality that kind of hit me is like oh this i'm on my own now i now i feel like i'm finally like i'm actually on my own and, and i and i hate that you know that's my reality you know oh damn sean mendes so here's the track it's called when you're gone listen to this this is called when you're gone thank you I just said that. <laughs> Try listening, Sean. Song lyrics, but damn, this is a nice up-tempo track. It's a nice change. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Wow. Really yeah. good song. Yeah, yeah I don't you mind like that it? at all. Yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah, that's yeah. A great I'm uh, I'm I'm happy for anything that is up tempo where you can hear the drums and yeah. you can understand what the guy's saying. That and this completely is completely shocked great, the hell out of me. Yeah, it's a great track. I like it a lot. So that is uh, "When You're Gone" uh, by Sean Mendes. Obviously, talking about Camila Cabello. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, what is going on with Black Panther Two? So. 
there was so much talk of whether you recast Black Panther, whether you don't. And at the beginning, I know everybody was saying, let's not recast Black Panther because Chadwick was just recently mm-hmm. deceased. And then people sort of started turning around, you know, coming towards the camp of, you know, maybe you should, right? Maybe maybe we can do this. And maybe that would be the best way to honor um, Chadwick is to recast it with somebody who's dynamite in the role. I don't know what they're doing with Black Panther 2, but Angela Bassett was on the, she's going to be on the Ellen DeGeneres show today and Ellen just like tries to get anything out of Angela Bassett about Black Panther 2. Let's talk about Black Panther. That's got to be really, first of all, I'm glad there's another one, but that's got to be, you know, mm-hmm. really tough to go back without Chadwick. It is. He was uh, such a, such an example, such a leader, a, a amazing talent. We all know that. Big heart, great intellect. And um, we just hope to just raise the standard, you know, raise Can you tell us anything about it? Not one single thing. (laughs) Well, that's not fun. Uh, There will be a Black Panther 2, November. Look Uh for it in November. All right. Wow. Uh Mm -hmm. That's not anything. And it will be amazing. Our Uh director, Ryan Coogler, writer, director, perfect leader. Um... It's going to be amazing. Okay. It's going to top one. Wow. Whoa. All right. Damn. Look, can I say that? Well, yes. Marvel, can I say that? You did. <laughs> Jeez. Gonna top part one. Yeah, so that's like that's big words from Angela Bassett. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Daddy Yankee has uh, stunned fans by announcing that he's retiring from music. He said, "Today I'm announcing my retirement from music by giving you my best production and my best concert tour." I will say goodbye celebrating these 32 years of experience with a new uh, collector's item, the album Legend Daddy. I'm, I'm going to keep you, I know, all the styles that uh, have de- defined me in one single album. He's 45 years old. Yo, I was just going to say, because yeah. I'm looking at, I had to look it up to see how old Daddy Yankee is. Right. Because to me, he looks like in his 30s or something. Right. I had yes. no idea this man was 45. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what's your skin routine, bro? Yeah. Daddy Yankee, uh, by the way, uh, Despacito, Louis Fonzi, uh, Louis Fonzi, yeah, yeah. and uh, Justin Bieber. But yeah, no, I didn't know he was 45 either. Wow. Because I didn't only heard of him since Despacito. I didn't know. I mean, I'm not a big regga- oh, you, reggaeton fan. You would at know all. Um, that uh, Gasolina. Yes, that's such a good song. How does that, that go? The Gasolina. You want to get in on this show? No, I'm good, man. Okay. I don't know that song. I don't know that song. I don't know that song. You pause for one second. Maybe maybe it's just your version of it. Deepa, let me hear how it goes. It goes, Okay, it's the exact same thing Mocha just did. What's the song called? Gasoline? Gasolina. Gasolina. Oh, okay. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Let's play this really quickly. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's an awesome video of somebody. I don't even know where this happened. This drive-through. Where was this? This was in the U.S. I yeah, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. So somebody goes up to a drive-through and they're recording because I guess maybe word got out that like the woman uh, on the microphone who's rocking the drive-through is like super fun, maybe a little bit sassy. So they record the whole thing. This is the best interaction between two people at a drive-through ever. Every interaction between customer and uh, service sort of provider needs. This is the new level. Okay. 